Jimmy John. You got Jimmy John. Maybe she got Jimmy John by someone. She got Jimmy John. She definitely got Jimmy John. Somebody made that sub and did not toast it. <laughs> oh, Stax Lowry. It's been a while. What's up, America? I'm back. Me and my co-host, man. We brought you in on that soundbite for a very good reason, man. I, I had to get, I had to hit the mic. This is what they say in radio, man. I don't know if y'all know out there in America. They say radio always keep the mics hot, keep them piping hot. You never know what you'll catch, man. We played that soundbite for you. Uh, apparently, we got an update on that, man. Apparently, there's an update on the on a oh oh that and you know what no on, on Shorty that got Jimmy John, man. You know what? No, that was the. Well, who was that? It's, it's well, a, I forget who we were. That's the funny part about these sound bites. I don't even remember who we were talking about. That's the one that had the epic rant. When I had the epic rant uh, about. Sirhoff? No. Oh, okay. No, oh, no, no, no. No. Uh, who was no, no, no. That's the epic rant where I'm just like, I don't give a fuck, man. It's all good. Dude. Oh, yeah. When you fucking temporary, temporary insanity. Yeah. And you I'm just done. totally fucking lost your shit. That part was fun. Man. Oh, man. That was a fun part in time, man. I know. It was good the stuff. fact you got on the mic with it, because I totally would not have. Yeah. I would have kept all that shit in the thought bubble and suppressed it. No, it was all I had. It was good. I think that would have for me. I knew it was good. I was like, that nigga said, man. That nigga said, it's like drugs, man. I'm using. I was like, look, I was like I'm about to use. My thought, I was like, if I, if I truthfully tell this story. It's funny as fuck. <laughs> Subjectively, not objectively. It's, it's it's fucking murder. Objectively, but subjectively, man, that story was fun. And I, and I knew it though. I knew like if I tell the truth, if I if yeah, I, yeah, if you kick the shit, yeah. But it was you good interviewing to really get it out of me because I wanted to spin it the first time. Um, the first time we brought it up, I wanted to spin it in a way where I didn't look any kind of like in the night. Like, and you were like, hold on, man. It's not like you sent a simp ass message. Because <laughs> I tried to make her the villain at first, right? And then you, you actually start the whole bit. You actually get the bit rolling. Because I was just going to say like what? I was like, man, this bitch fucking woke and whatever, whatever, whatever. And then you asked a question like, okay, well, I mean, would you send though to have her send that back? And then you were like, I, I imagine it's some simp ass shit. And it was. And that's what made the goal. That's what made the goal. <laughs> because, like, it, just really on that tangent, that's where it, like, it grew and evolved. It was, like, just the reading of the text. And then it's the nigga calling in, like, man, God damn, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been lying to me about her daughter. Yeah, yeah, it's an epic rant. I mean, it's an epic bit because it has that evolutionary. Yeah, that was, a, that was a moment in time on the Stax Lowry, man. If you never asked that question. If, 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 man, those <laughs> might be the two best episodes of the Stax Lowry, man. The initial story, telling of that story and the telling of the Miami story. Those are probably my two favorite Stax Lowry. When I, when I listened to that episode back, I was like, dog, this entire episode is just that Miami story start to finish. This yeah. shit is fucking gold, man. Man. No. This shit is it started no. when that nigga said my deposit got swallowed up. <laughs> that nigga said, what does that mean? Oh, no, but you're right, yo. To start a trip. <laughs> my deposit got swallowed up. To start a trip. Maybe we'll do that. Like, let's re- yeah, like, let's revisit it's, it's, Bro, it's funny because I'm going to Salt's Bachelor Party, man. And I'm, I've literally made, I've got rooms and, and, and hotel bookings and shit yeah. like that. And I just couldn't imagine if I was to do some of this in my, literally, there's an itinerary in which we're all going to, like, we're like doing ATVs, getting tables and shit. And I'm like, I couldn't imagine if I was to contribute to this fun. And then for somebody to say to me when I show up, hey, man, we're going to need some money. Bro, like, <laughs> I've already given money. That's the thing, bro. Like, like, what happened to my money I gave? 
Oh, uh, the uh, my deposit got swallowed up. Bro. Yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't know how the trip even continued, bro. Like it was, that would have been like a, a I would have died on that hill, bro. Like it would have been standoffers for me the whole time. I'd have been like, no, what, what, no, fuck you guys, man. What you, the hell are you talking about? It, it it was it was hard to stomach, but at the same time, you were outnumbered. Naive, what was how naive I was too. I just wanted to have a good time so bad. And I think that's what makes it a good story. That's what it's made you. I feel like you've been trigger shy on trips ever since. What, a little bit. For you to pull a trigger that hard, you've been trigger shy ever since. Because, I mean, you literally <laughs> cocked back and blasted with that fucking you trip. Know, it's funny that you're saying that. That's the equivalent of, like, a frontline nigga in the World War II that made it home. And yeah. Like, you want to go back to war? It's like, nigga. The fuck you mean? Like, I was the first nigga they said. Right, like, nah, I'll talk about it, but I ain't about to go do it again. Yeah, I'm never doing it. Those are guys that make it back. The guys that are like been the back and <laughs> Air Force. They want to go back. <laughs> you talk to a nigga on the on the fucking platoon. It was just in the. Yeah, the, nigga, you the talking like yeah, in. PTSD, man. Yeah. I remember when y'all went on that trip. That but, nigga ain't even invite me. I was like a little offended at first. I was like, "Damn, nigga, you ain't even." I, no, I, I, bro, I'm hip. I'm totally hip. I did not miss it, bro. I'm, bro, I remember me and bro, me and my wife was about to go. We, she was my wife at the time. We was about to go on a, a, a trip. He painted it as if it was like a couple's trip to Jamaica of him and his wife, and like it would be me and my girl, or whatever. And that's what I was thinking. And literally, I did the travel agent. I put like a four hundred dollar deposit down, and we 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 fell out so hard. Me and my girl fell out so hard that we just ended, I just ended up taking an L on the four hundred dollars. Didn't go, bro. When the trip came and I seen the pictures, it was him and that whole cast. I'm assuming that went with you to Miami. And when yeah. I when I literally was like, bro, I I feel like I dodged the bullet because of the dynamic you and her have. Y'all would have had y'all would have made a time of it, and it would have turned into a. Hey, remember? The, but living through it, it would have been fucking hell. <laughs> Them niggas ghetto as shit, man. Ghetto and broke. That's Bro, when I, when, I, when I seen everybody there, I was like, dog, I thought it was just him and his wife. I was like, I did not know uh, your whole entourage. If I had known your whole entourage was coming, I would not have made that $400 deposit. Man, he was too hood, man. I would have went with you and your wife. We were down to go with you and your wife, but I am so glad that I'm, it's one of them things where everything happens for a reason. I'm like, I'm so glad we felt. I'm so glad we got so animosities towards each other that I was willing to take a four hundred dollar loss to not yeah. do something with you uh, yeah. because man, I would have been steamed out there. But that that even speaks to his. Uh, goddamn, I almost saved that shit too. That speaks to his goddamn. Uh, I might gotta break this. Yeah, I'm gonna have to break this. Uh, but no, hey, we're gonna come right back. You won't notice. Yeah. Right back. Didn't know we were gone. But uh, yeah, no, I was very happy, man. I was, I was. Well, you dodged a bullet. I was, I was happy that I got that bad that I was like, you know what? Fuck four hundred dollars. I'm not going anywhere with your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no. glad we got to that point because, man, when I seen when I when I seen the photos later on, I was like, not sure we would have had a bunch of fun on this. Trip. I don't know. I was like, I know. No. I was like, Flem told me a little bit about how these trips go, and uh, oh, I man. did not want to be a part of that. Not if that cast was there. But that's the thing about him. He was solid. He was solid cast. without his cast. Yeah, he's the kind of guy you invited but, to your shit. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, solid without the cast, 100%. But with the cast, um, you know what's funny? Uh, without me even having to guess, I'm also sure that ties into the Mission Barbecue story. The Mission Barbecue story. Mission Barbecue. I'm trying to think. The catering. Oh. Uh, no. What? Nah. No. I'm confused. 
we got a mission barbecue with the, the wedding. Oh, that <laughs> wedding I went to? No, nah, shit was cool. That was a good time. Oh, no, it was there, but it was that, the, the link up to both. Was that the link? No. Bro, you're cooked, bro. No, 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 no. I'm, asking, I'm confused. Was that the same wedding that had the, the mission? The mission catered? No, no, real way. Oh, no, his wedding was cool. No, his oh, wedding was cool. Oh, okay, okay. The only thing, only thing, his wedding was real. Man, that shit was a real nice function. The only thing I hated about it was a cash bar. What? Was, that's what I was going to Because with that cast of, of, of misfits, that's what I was gonna I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't a lot of mix. It, it, he invited like a bunch of work. It wasn't like, I wasn't on an island like you were on an island. It was a whole bunch of work people. Like me and Kim, me and my girl sat with like ISIS and everybody. Like, oh, okay. It was, it was tension relieved. Yeah, know? yeah. Like it wasn't. Yeah, well, I got like Vicky and behind Vicky and and supervisors and shit were behind me. She what? came with the biggest blazer I ever seen. Man, <laughs> rhinoceros come through. <laughs> this big rhino. Hey, she did have the biggest blazer on I ever seen. Man. <laughs> this humongous bro. This is humongous floral blazer. <laughs> like a whole rose. But bush. nah, it was a nice ass function, man. It was like I said, it was, the cash bar was the only drag. Like damn. Mm-hmm. But no, nah, the Mission Barbecue one, that was an open bar. No, no, you're fine, it you're wasn't fine. even an open bar. It was a select bar. They had the drink. You can buy the special drink that they said and a beer and like a sour beer or something like that. Like those are your three selections. But they were free. So I was like, hey, yeah. whatever. I'll take a select open bar. And yeah. the Mission Barbecue was. Um, that was my guess. You don't, you don't got to ever review. The who, Mission Q was good. It was just my, yeah, it was just my that guess. That was the funny part, man. The Mission Barbecue was good. It just didn't feel like I, I should know, be eating Q right now. Yeah, I, should, was, I don't <laughs> feel like I should be eating Q at a wedding, man. This is a little. It's different. I, I do not feel like a wedding is the appropriate place for Q. My boy Ben got married, man. There was salmon and, and asparagus <laughs> and mash. Before, yeah, <laughs> you, you know, know what I mean? You can get three different types of fish or some, you know. What? You're yeah, not eating. Uh, you're not eating. You know, tender pulled pork and smoked brisket <laughs> with sweet tangy sauce dripped all over it and cornbread. These are all finger foods. <laughs> These are all finger foods. Got at ribs a, at a fucking wedding, man. I'm literally in a button up and a tie. <laughs> I'm eating ribs. I'm eating pork ribs, man. Oh, like man. It, was, it was good. It was one of the. It was good, but it was just funny because like the Mission Barbecue niggas were there serving the barbecue. Oh, they, oh, they stuck around. Yeah, they were there serving it. <laughs> okay. Like they, they, they were explaining the. There was like six different sauces, which was tight. That was the craziest part. It was just the fact that it was a wedding. I was just like, man, this is like a birthday party, man, or something. This is like a party. Like, <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean. The most important day of your life, Mission Barbecues here. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you mean. <laughs> it was a nice wedding. It was just as Mission Barbecue was just off. I know what you it mean. It was a nice wedding. It was one of the more creative <laughs> weddings. It was like at an art gallery. I gave him props for that. Like it was the one of the more creative things I've seen. But the the Mission BBQ just threw me. I was just like, man, y'all should have just yeah, it's the one y'all should have got somebody else to serve the food. <laughs> like just, right. Yeah. Even if I don't know, you shouldn't have got barbecue, man. As good as this barbecue was, man, we're in fucking suits and ties and dresses. Yeah, I, eating eating fucking barbecue, eating Q, man. Yeah, I think the wedding vibe generally is like we're not thinking delicious. We're, we're, we're something more you use a fork and knife with, like <laughs> not cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ribs. I mean, it's the ribs for me because <laughs> I know I have to roll these sleeves up, man. Because these sleeves are like like glued to the the lowest uh, point of my wrist possible. <laughs> There's no way I'm not getting yeah. rib on this. Like, yeah, I probably have a white shirt on. It's not the material. Anything gets on it, I got it. It's a I'll never forget that wedding me and school went to, and them niggas had roast beef. <laughs> <laughs> and that shit was in roast beef and gravy and mixed veggies. 
I'll say this. I've had, I was like, that's my problem with having a traditional like <laughs> wedding or something like that. Man, having a traditional wedding that sucks is embarrassing. Because you still came out the pocket for it, and everybody there is like, man, that, that, food sucks. Man, that Corbin wedding was awful. I mean, it was terrible, man. I mean, terrible, man. Going to, I, going to a bad wedding hurts your faith in humanity. Yeah, I've, I've told that it's story like, before. damn, damn, bro. That that wedding was awful. Man. I mean, the food was the worst. That's that's the worst. That's all that makes it the worst. Yeah. When they, when, they, roast, when they brought them warm and tra- beef and mixed veggies. They brought they brought them fucking warming trains out. Uh, they brought them warming trains out, and it was fucking ro. It looked like some, man, that shit looked like some fucking TV dinner roast beef. It was uh, pre cut. And then gra- it, it looked like canned gravy, and I swear, a mixed veggies, man. Those are your options, man. You grab a, a, a skewer of roast beef and some mixed veggies, sit on down. Have yourself a good old time. This joker had a Steelers jersey on in his wedding. He put a jer- Steelers jersey, and they took pictures. Oh, uh, that's hilarious, yo. It was the cra- It was like I was like, man, bro, this is like this is funny and all, but. Yeah, you know, I feel bad. His brother got married. He invited me to the wedding, and I didn't even go to that joint. I missed it. I was like, man, that's. I feel like that's a level of disrespect that's not even intended. Just knowing how much you paid, you know, per head, you're like you, you paid for me to eat here, and I didn't show up. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's kind of a dick move. Yeah, I mean, we're not really friends anymore. So I mean, it's just like it was one of them situations. Like we ain't really cool anymore. And I was like, there's, I can't think of a soul there I want to see. Right. <laughs> I can't think of nobody there I'm going to want to see. I can't think of nobody there I'm really going to want to talk to. Maybe one or two people, but I don't know if that's worth dressing up and trekking out there for. Right. And sitting through it and, and enduring all the other crap. Like, I don't know. Is that dick move? Get invited to a wedding and don't show. Yes, but <laughs> <laughs> because the only reason is you 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 RSVP, so that's that's what makes it the, 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 the yeah. I've done it though. I mean, you know, I've fucking done it. <laughs> but <laughs> if you want me to be real on this motherfucker, yeah, that sucks too because he probably held two. Because me, it's <laughs> so it was plus. You remember that night? It was too fucking. Oh, I remember it, man. That Jiffy Lube live, man. You were fucking pilt, bro. It's just funny. Hey, we were young I, as shit, bro. I had to drive. Yeah, I do look. Surprising. God damn, five years has not been kind to me. <laughs> I look young and spry. <laughs> I look young and fucking spry in that picture, yo. Hey, Full of fucking life. <laughs> young as shit, bro. That fucking Modelo. I was turned. Oh, I got the fucking, picture next bro, I got to it. Fucking has Kim's video. on. The, the picture next to it has video. Or up or down, one of them. I don't know. Oh, yeah, the video. Oh, I remember that man. I got I, I literally got blackout drunk on Modelo's man. Yo, I mean, I was putting them joints away like they were water. Between losing, we lost Salt, we lost Craig, we lost the whole team. That was one of those nights. It was a massive fucking party. Right, right. Party, I pulled uh, that. I pulled that hook up and got us up in there. Got us in there. We got in VIP. Yeah, and we lose Craig. Just copying, just copying and pasting tickets. I, I remember literally turning around and looking at people and saying, "Ha ha." You niggers aren't good enough to come down here. <laughs> and that's when I realized, you know what? Yeah, you was wild. You, I, I turned around. You was drunk as shit. I, had a I, was, I, I was like, bro, we didn't pay to get in here either. Like, yeah, and you're throwing your dick around. Like, right? I was like, we snuck in here like shit, bro. I'm telling you, I was the definition of shouldn't have gave these niggas nothing or money or anything. 
Because literally, when you let me in, I just turned to the biggest pompous asshole walking, just continuously walking down the stairs saying, fuck Hey, bro, you that guys. was an epic night, bro. We was cooking them, <laughs> we was cooking them fucking glizzies on, cooking them glizzies on rusty screwdrivers and them white chicks was eating them. Hey, salt was wild, <laughs> Cook, cook <laughs> them white chicks a glizzy on a rusty screwdriver. <laughs> That's a little, that is what happened. I totally forgot about that. That nigga said five years, man. That was five years ago. Sure, <laughs> 2017. Is, yep, five <laughs> years ago. Jeez, man. Yeah, Damn, bro. No, this nigga said Rusty is so true. <laughs> this is some random bitches. Right. They couldn't Didn't, get a fire he, started. He pulled, he pulled a grill. It was raining. <laughs> it's literally raining. Salt pops his trunk open, pulls, pulls a mini grill out of his fucking trunk and a, and a fucking hookah. <laughs> And literally gets to starting the grill up. And we're out there in the parking lot, man. We put some wieners on this little mini grill. I mean, we nuked these wieners, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, them shits, two of them were under, weren't even cooked. And then the one we cooked was absolutely freaking roasted. We ain't have no tongs or no nothing because all he bought was a fucking mini grill. So we grab a screwdriver out of somebody's tool kit in their trunk, stuff a wiener on one of them, and literally hand it to this white chick. And she eats it off the screwdriver. We're blown away. We're like, yo, you probably got tetanus. Yeah, uh, I couldn't believe it. I said, "This." Be- that's when I. That was the first moment I said, "People are coming from all over." Because <laughs> people where I'm from would not do this. That's exactly how I felt. People where I'm from, we don't do this. No, no, no. She did this with pride and a sense of a sense of nothing embarrassing about it. So I said, "Yeah, this is not- gosh, this is definitely not, man." Uh, <laughs> he said, "There's no way people I know are doing this." Oh man, what we got? I got uh, that's one of the great moments, actually. Uh, one of my other favorite moments, obviously, one of my my first favorite fucking moments is the uh, the story of of Helen and how my dad <laughs> rips that house off of her. That was I mean, a, that's a good that one. was a good one. I do love that, that story. He willed her in there on her. She's she's uh, she's literally shoved her in the back of that cougar. <laughs> Shoved her ass in the back of a two-door cougar with oxygen in a chair. <laughs> she had oxygen! <laughs> with oxygen in the chair, bro. She might croak on the way there. Yeah, he didn't care. We're going to need that, pro- need that <laughs> property back, man. No, Alec Baldwin, man. You were on Alec Baldwin. Man, for good reason, man. That guy's a fucking douche. <laughs> that guy murdered a chick and just did just avoided well avoided just, any culpability. Every, yeah, literally worked his ass off to avoid culpability. It's funny that didn't his, even pay the husband or the family off. I don't think, man, he's a total douchebag. Yeah, that that part, that total part, douchebag. Talking about firearms on yeah. set and shit, man. Like, don't you ever talk about guns on set, man? Well, you pulled the trigger and you're saying you're not responsible in any way. That's the, <laughs> that's what makes you an asshole. You like, aimed a gun at a, a person real, and pulled the trigger. Yeah, a real human. You aimed a gun at a person. Forget pulling the trigger. They they basic gun safety says don't aim at people, nigga. <laughs> right. Even if you felt like. Not even all the way responsible to the root. And I wouldn't probably either. I'd say, you know, I'd be looking for a loophole. But one thing I couldn't do is look people in the face and say, you know what? There's no way at all this has anything to do with me. I don't even feel guilty. Nothing. Because if I did, I'd kill myself. (laughs) Yeah, all I have to do is. That's how serious I take my acting. I say, look, there was an extremely terrible accident on the When he said that, I I was like, so you're saying you effectively don't feel any guilt at all? No. The the fact you shot and killed somebody is 100% somebody else's fault. What human died? I didn't see a person die because <laughs> I'd be responsible for something like that. <laughs> I don't think a human being lost their life. <laughs> We're over exaggerating. Right, you guys are, yeah, you <laughs> guys are fucking bugging, man. Yeah, you're looking for something, man. You're digging. 
Alec fucking Baldwin, man. Yeah. No, you guys, hey, those are. Uh, that was a good moment in time. Fuck Alec well, Baldwin, man. All, t- all time, I'll be honest, man. The sneak dissing. <laughs> Oh, Dissing is 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 a, is a classic. Yeah, I had that nigga on here. And it's Kendall. It's a, it's the beauty because you get the mesh though of like you can feel the chemistry of the growing up where everyone's like comfortable even with stories like that. That's what makes audio like really like yeah. When you mesh that chemistry and it's like yo like. This story's funny as hell because people are just being yeah because being niggas, themselves yeah niggas are shooting it off the fucking yeah hip. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's doesn't feel <laughs> her, her, yeah. yeah like y'all niggas are forced together and, and shit. then I <laughs> yeah it's just like literally good friends <laughs> sharing good stories <laughs> so now that's always been a classic mind though too. Damn, bro. Uh, I fucking remember that fucking future concert, man. I remember I was too drunk to drive. I remember falling yeah. asleep in that parking lot. That was that. No, but I remember I you, you. you said we had been what? sitting there. You, what? I was like, you woke me up and was like, yo, if you're going to move, now is the hold time on, to hold move. On, hold on, hold on. I was like, yo, how long? Me, I literally, I was hit as fuck. I opened my eyes. I was like, me, I opened my eyes. The world was spinning. I was like, yo, I was like, how long we've been sitting here? He was like, about an hour. Let me get a piece of this. <laughs> you said let, that shit so cavalier. Let, about an hour. <laughs> let, me, let me get a piece of this. So, to be honest, this is a story by Flynn. About to happen. I mean, about to happen. Because this is a show. And I don't even have to take you through the whole night. I, I just need the departure. Because it was a show. <sighs> Fucking Jiffy Lube. All right. Uh, just to jump right in, dive right in, right into the water, bro. Uh, it goes like this, yo. Night's capping off. We are smart enough to how in Vegas you were like, you know, let's probably get out of here a little before. But we were too late. That was the problem. We did have it in our heart to say, you know what? Let's go ahead and get out of here sooner. We didn't get out of there soon enough. Not soon enough. It was still the last act was wrapping up. And we got trampled. It's chaos. There was an absolute free-for-all in that parking lot. There's no lines in the parking lot. It was just gravel. We're we're at Jiffy Lube Live. The worst conditions, conditions, probably snow. Second worst conditions you could ever get for a festival. Rain, heavy rain. It's... A mess. Grass, mud to his point, gravel, dirt, everything. We're literally battling the elements. I give up on my shoes. That's how bad it gets. It gets to the point where I, where I realize this is fucking facetious. This is me being ignorant to what's going on. I'm literally trying to dodge and hop on rocks just to make our way. We get split up at a time. It's yeah. a show. I remember that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a show. Everybody's just flooding out of this. And it's we, like, it's literally, old, Jiffy Lube is like on the crust of a big-ass hill. <laughs> so you're just going across down this. Drunk people are falling down the hill and shit. <laughs> yes. Like, it's, it's a, a mad. Like, like Game I, of Thrones I, Yeah, I couldn't believe the let out. I was like, this is so fucking dangerous, man. <laughs> I saw at least three drunk people fall down the Jiffy Lube hill. Dude, I, I lose this guy. I lose him out of the main gates. I remember it, it's a point where we were like kind of starting to funnel out. We're all fucking hammered. Uh, I mean, we're all tizzled. hammered. Niggas, bitch, bitch. I haven't eaten. A, I've, I've had. Hey, never get your bitch bag. Never get your bitch bag. It's just jamming. I think the music's done. I, I had no food in about six Modelo Tall Boys, man. I was like wasted. Funny story I got for the end for that. There's a cop that got caught. Uh, DUI in his cruiser in uniform. They asked him what he had. He said, I have about, about three tall boys. <laughs> That's hilarious. But I was not telling like, but no. <laughs> Those tall boys know you. No, they, just they up. They're just scrub up on me, man. He had one in the cup holder. <laughs> Those tall, tall boys will put you so, down. So we, uh, you know, we, we split up, whatever. So 
I remember calling him. There's a shuttle bus somewhere involved in this as well. There's some form of a shuttle bus, or I remember a shuttle bus, or maybe I hopped on a shuttle bus or had. Yeah, to I, I don't remember no fucking shuttle bus. I do. I remember a shuttle bus in my fucking version of this. I came across a shuttle bus, either could have hopped on one, maybe passed on opportunity to something. But there was a point where it was me deciding, am I getting on a shuttle bus to get me back to my car? Because some reason, that whatever I was telling the person, they were like, yeah, I can get you there, man. I can definitely get you there. I don't even know the plan. I think I'm trying to get back to this rogue parking lot. I think we're both just like trying we're to. We're in that fucking gravel parking lot. Like we parked in that little out. It's like no. Deep yeah, it's like mud and dirt. There's no spaces or anything. Literally, I remember looking for my car. I'm so fucking wasted. I can't find my car. I can't, I'm just stumbling around. Like, I'm like, damn, you. I'm never going to find my fucking car. I'm never going to find my car. I'm stumbling around, stumbling around. I fucking run into you in the fucking parking lot. Like, literally, I run into this guy in the middle of the fucking mud in the fucking parking lot and I'm like yo I can't find my car and he's like by this time I don't know what is happening we've been in the parking lot so long you say yo it's right there I look Every car, the parking lot is so fucked up. It's full of cars, but everybody's moving, trying to get out, like in yeah. this jigsaw puzzle. My car is literally the only thing in stationary. Every car around there is trying to move and drive around my stationary car. And I'm like, oh, shit, there it is. But that's even just the start of our dilemma. Like, we kind of get Oh, in. yeah, we get in, and then it's like, it's great. It's like a Tetris. There's literally all these cars are, like, moved in different directions, but they haven't gone anywhere. They're just facing different ways. We're as peeled as we've ever been. And two, oh, I am pissed. I am, I am entirely too wasted to be, got, to be behind the wheel. Yeah, of car. And we got to be maneuvering out in the most chaotic fucking. Bro, and we can't even. We, we can't even move. It's literally like a fucking stop. You can't even move. <laughs> I don't know. I literally pass out. I'm in the driver's seat of this fucking car, bro. The engine is on. I'm in the driver's seat. The windows are down. We're in this parking lot and bumper to bumper, not moving. I literally put the car in park because we're not moving. I doze the fuck off. I don't know what happened to me. I literally, I dozed the fuck off. I wake up to you patting me like, yo, if we're going to move, now's the time. Like, <laughs> if we're going to move, yeah, if we're going to move, now's the time. I'm literally like, what? And I'm like, yo, how, how long was I asleep? You're like, about an hour. I'm like, you get us to the 7-Eleven. Yeah, I get us. That's yeah, I, I wake up. I get it. So he's like, about an hour. So I, it starts moving. I'm getting us out of the parking lot. But I'm, I mean, I am barely fun. I am dying behind the wheel. I'm trying my hardest to fucking keep it together to the point I'm like, yo, let's go to this fucking 7 Eleven and, um, you know, get a five hour or something. Let me, like, try to get it together. We pull that up at the fucking, we pull up at the 7 Eleven. And I mean, I am just, I'm just putty at the wheel. I don't even get into the Seven Eleven. I was scared. I was like, and this is my new car. I had just bought this car, so you know, I'm really like freaking out about that too. And I'm like, God. And I, I but I was just so wasted pulling in that Seven Eleven. I'm roasted. I remember. I remember we go in. We get some. I don't even think we go. And we don't even go in. We pull into the parking lot in front of there, and I'm sitting no, there, you know, and then I just look over, and you're like, he like, yo, you need me to drive, and I literally am like. I think you. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, bro. No. I can't drive. I was like, bro, I'm gonna kill us if I uh, when I pull into that 7-Eleven. I know. I was like, if I pull out of this 7-Eleven, I'm gonna kill us. You do dunk <laughs> off because I, I remember going in and remembering the sheer panic. Oh, you went well, in the 7-Eleven? Oh, I missed that. I dunked off on dude, that. Yeah. The panic of the work. Engine running. Engine it, is running. Well, My yet, engine no, is running. No, no. But the panic, the work. It was only three workers that max. These people are on edge because the concert let out and. 
everyone's here and everyone's inside and people were kind of like muttering around that thing like we can just take what we want you know what I mean and then I just remember the, the workers like hey everybody calm down alright we're gonna serve everyone just relax <laughs> it was a thing someone was trying to start an uprise I promise you someone was in there trying to start an uprise uh yeah, and that's the thing, man. It it's been the that was the longest trip down sixty six I've ever fucking taken. Oh, I, I fall asleep for the that's the funny. I don't remember none of the I literally fall asleep. I wake up I wake up in a parking lot. I think we're still in VA. I wake up in the passenger seat of my car and I, I think I'm I think we're still like at Jiffy Lube, like the, the hotel salt guy or whatever. Yeah, I thought you just parked yeah. at that hotel. You know what's funny here? I feel like we no, went no, no, there. No. We did. Yeah. As I said. We went back. I, yeah. <laughs> I dunked off when we went there. I don't remember that. I and totally and forgot I, and I, we did. Yeah, I thought we were still there. And I remember I remember literally just we freaking did. out when I woke up. I'm just like, holy shit. Shit. Yeah, it's almost like time reverse. Like, did I ever leave? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I'm literally freaking the fuck out. I get out the car and I start walking around, and then I realize it's your fucking apartment complex. I'm like, oh shit, I'm in Springfield. <laughs> oh, All right, yeah. let me get back in my fucking car. <laughs> yeah, no, let me drive my ass home. It was definitely sleep it off. And I definitely remember us coaching the whole move of like, all right, let's do this call out. Let's not get the no call because I think it I fell remember off. that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I do remember you. I think it was we did no, that. It was. It I was. think we did that earlier. I think we no. did that at the hotel in in it was at Jiffy Lube. But we you made was like sure you was, we got the you call was like, in. bro, call out, bro. You were like, did you call out? <laughs> you have call to. out, bro. There's no way call not out, to. bro. Yeah. I remember y'all niggas was like, call out. I bro. don't care what you put on that fucking table call floor. out. Just put something that says, hey, it's me. And I'm not going to be at work. Yeah, because Mike, Mike Lasseter did one good thing to me. He let me know how important those no-call, them A-walls, that's what he called them, a Yeah, bro, call and tell somebody. <laughs> that nigga Even if you don't, don't give them to respond, make sure, make sure them niggas know you're not coming in and they'll deal with you accordingly when time, you know what but I mean? No, I remember that being a pivotal moment. You know, we did stop back at the Salt Hotel. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I think that's where Craig I don't to piece. Hit. Craig was piecing some stuff together. Yeah, I, I remember know. that. Yeah, that was a little, yeah, Craig. Uh, I don't know. Craig was trying to make it work. Man, we going to, I'm, he's coming on the bachelor party, man. I'm going to see that nigga. I ain't seen oh, that that's nigga clutch. In, I ain't seen that nigga in years, man. That's clutch. I love the story. And really, to be honest, Maul got to tell the story. But, uh, uh, no, that story of um, the Hooters, him, Zakia, and uh, when he basically, I guess, called the other nigga. Oh, I heard about that when yeah. when when uh it was it was a girl there. It was a girl that he was yeah. trying. He was like he he fucked with, and he called. He went to Hooters and saw her boyfriend with, with some up uh, with talking to some bitches, and, and he called yeah called the nigga and dropped the dime, and then the nigga came up there and whooped his ass. I heard yeah. that. That's a that's fitting though. <laughs> That's what's weird about it because I mean, if you do that, I mean, it's funny. Any listener that never heard that story, they'd be like, "I mean, that's all about right." Right? I mean, what do you mean? Call, like, <laughs> some nigga called up on me, telling some, telling my girl, like, "Hey, yeah, your man, he's up here with us, so and so." I mean, me and you got pro- listen, <laughs> right? It's none of your business, man. Right? We're both in this building. My phone starts ringing, and it's my girl getting going off on me, and she's like, "Yeah, you yeah, know, such and such told me." And I look up, and such and such is in the goddamn building. You know, what like, did- you motherfucker. Well, this is what did him wrong too, because it it came out of hate, not out of love. Whoever probably heard it realized and put two and two together. Like, I mean, that's why she told him. Yeah, you're, that's you're, why she told him who fuck did it with me. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. just trying to like, you're just trying to fuck. Out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're trying to fuck by throwing shit. You're not looking out for me. <laughs> right, yeah. You're trying to cause some friction in this motherfucker. Damn, that's crazy. 
Ooh. Yeah, I remember that. It was, it was cra- that's the crazy thing about that company, man. You learn you learn all this shit about people before you even know them. Yeah. I learned about your reputation and shit that I was like, bro, I was not here for that. Why do I why do I know that happened? Why do I know you did that? You know what's funny? The part the biggest part about growing up, I understand that's what group work was about in school. When school just forced you to like, hey, you gotta work in the group. You gotta work in the group. Doesn't matter. And then I remember kids like I, I was one of the kids. I would go with complaints. Yeah. And, and grievances. I was grieving yeah. because I, it was it was most often it was always in the classes. I didn't have no group. I was like, bro, who am I? Who do I? Who, who am I? my people? Yeah, <laughs> what I got? What what fucking group? <laughs> but now I'm telling you, like like that that setting. I see now why they force it. Like now we got to see how we got condition. Right? This people. is the real world. Yeah, in condition, the real yeah. in the real world, you're going to be first to work with people that you don't yeah. know or necessarily like. And here's the thing: my the, person, be, the person bro. in charge do not care, bro. My life would be amazing if all I had to do was work for myself if or with people I, I like. That too, would, which I take either. <laughs> I, I work for myself or I work for my very best friends. I take either. That's true. I take fucking either. You know. We, I work for this guy, but I work for him with my very best friends. You know what's funny? I think our relationship probably worked. This is the reason me and Teddy's relationship didn't work. Because we had something we shared. Teddy! And I ain't heard about that nigga Teddy in a minute, man. What happened to that nigga Teddy? When was the last time we talked to Teddy, man? Y'all link left, up? I kind of left him hanging. Uh, he, he had like a get-together at his house. Uh, my wheel situation, I was just like, ah, I can't. Right. I, could, I could jump through a lot of hoops to make it. And I was just like, eh. But, uh, no, nah, I mean, we still we always be cool. Put it that way. Uh, right. But, no, I think the... When you share something, business idea with somebody, it's more amazing. But I think the freedom that we had to create, like, okay, well, I want to create this, I want to create that, without the pressure of, like, thoughts of, like, this works, this don't, this good, this not, this not. Without that back and forth, that's what drove me and him to just be. I can't, yeah, I can't create like that. Yeah, nor should you. The the, the freedom. You just got to do it. Yeah, the freedom to see whether it works or don't. Like you I don't do need stuff. someone telling me it's a bad idea. Listen, it'll yeah. be a bad idea if I do it or not. All right, so I don't need you telling me that it's a bad idea. Yeah, insert a way that you think the yeah. idea can get better. Yeah, and you're making me feel like I want to try it more because you just let me know you think it's a bad idea. Yeah, but no, I think without that pressure, uh, I feel like you you try to move it along. Like if you say something that I don't necessarily think is a good idea, how can I add to it to make this idea better? What can I do to make a productive idea? You know what I mean? How can I make this better then? Yeah. Everybody can point out bad shit, but you know who can enhance something? Yeah. Him and me, we we had that pressure of like because he felt you know he felt it was part of his you know. I mean, and you, I, put, I get that, you yeah. put the heat on him with all this technology and money investing. This nigga, <laughs> this nigga was just thought he was talking on a on, on a giant pod mic, man. He you pulled out some fucking microphones and a six hundred dollar roadcaster, man. He felt some heat on his neck. But you know what, <laughs> nigga, when you came to my house with that shit, I was like, oh wow, all right. I was like, I don't know what I thought was happening when you came through here, but uh, I was not expecting you to break out a whole fucking mini radio station. But that was the part. this shit is cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was the part that gave me clarity of like which direction they had though, to be honest. Cause it was it was the reality of like, okay, would he even just like want to still be a part or contribute or like, hey, even if I'm not on, you know, next show this week, next week, whatever. Cause he was he was super stationary, super lazy, super just it was it was more it was like nigga, you you must think you're Mike Costas. You just must think I have like the guy. I got Howard Stern. Of course we're gonna make a show. The fuck you mean? That's the way he was treating it. He was, he was, the guy wanted all red Skittles in this bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and lemon following, but they better be all yellow. 
Like that was the way he got down. He was just feeling good about it when he brought yeah, he when, as you upgrade the equipment, his attitude yeah. upgraded. He wasn't demanding, but he wasn't putting it in for his attitude to upgrade. Yeah, he, he wasn't demanding, but his his in his um in his passiveness, it led to me just realizing like he doesn't care about it like I care about it. You know what I mean? He did though. That's the weirdest part. But that's the thing about humans and when you let them decide for themselves. He did care about it the way I cared about it, but he didn't have the the drive or where I saw like, okay, this is worth the initiative. This is worth to put more money in Ronald and keep showing up to Ronald and just keep, you know, Ronald yeah. doing nothing, but Ronald just, <laughs> Ronald just reaping all. Yeah. Like that part. Uh, yeah. Just, just like when, when, when that force meets the other force, like that's the thing. Ronald just felt like, I mean, you know, and then the, obviously with the stark difference in ideas and stuff, uh, you know, Ron was out on prank calls. Like, you know, even though you're, I feel like you're out on prank calls, but I think like you understand him more than he, he was starkly out. Like, <laughs> like Jesus Christ, how could you, you know, he was, yeah, he was appalled no, by that dude. No, I, not, I'm not even, I'm not even fun. out on him. I'm just probably, I just probably wouldn't do him, but yeah, I understand I their place. Like, you know, that's your thing. Yeah. Howard Stern at, at 50. Something. Some of them were slapdash. Like you call a pizza hut or something. I was like, yeah, I'm out on that. I'm out on you calling up a, pe- a guy at work and just dicking around with his time. Like, <laughs> he's trying to keep his job. He's not, right, right. He's not providing this, content. This nigga's <laughs> pulling in a fucking wet 12 bucks an hour. And you calling in here playing around on the phone. Hey man. Sup. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. No, that's so true. Do you want a pizza so or not? That's so true. My life's bad enough. Yeah, you call, you, you calling service people. I mean, if you call the people you know or something or any or regular people, whatever, but you call the people at work. I was like, yeah, I'm out on that, man. I got a good one. I got a good one. You just taking personal information you know and just let them know, like, hey, yeah, you hit my car. I just took your plates. I got a friend that's in the police academy. <laughs> Let me know your plates and who you are. I mean, just give them their name. You know what I'm telling you, people get wrecked. I did this shit with Quail one time. Yeah. <laughs> this was before radio and all that. We just called her coworker for the fun of it. We just called like the person she went to work with. And um, yeah, I, I had the car description. I had everything. This, the woman had to the meat of it. We probably stayed on the phone about eight minutes. Like two minutes in, she thought she really hit that car. Like she thought, like yo, like. Where was this again? Like, hold on. Because I just have so much info on her. It's like. <laughs> I'm just saying all this shit that's yeah. hitting home. So it's like. Hey, Great you know. Toyota. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With the black wheels and the scratch on the back. Yeah. License I saw plate. you yeah. hit my car. I got yeah. your license plate. We killed her. Yeah, eight minutes before I just like had mercy. And I was just like, all right, I'm going to let you go. But no, to your point. Yeah. When you when you make it like when it's when it's when it's credible. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. I I I, I can I can get behind that. Like I said, I get behind that. I remember we was on this joint. You calling hello Domino's? <laughs> like, hello, sup man? Are the pizzas hot? <laughs> yes. Man, what kind of toppings can I get on them things, man? How many toppings can I get? Like eight? <laughs> nah, it's a fucking. I'm telling you. I was like, come on, bro. But that's always been your fucking debate, man. I'll never forget getting sometimes getting bacon in the caddy pulling up at that fucking checkers when you live using Clinton. Man, I'd be like, they'd be like, man, what you want to order? I'd be like, uh, let me get the number one, the big Buford, uh, sweet tea. I'm like, all right, and then we got two, and then man, the way you used to fucking or the way you used to butcher a fucking order, I used to feel bad for them niggas at the window. Let me I, get a- I, America, I kid you not. This is this nigga America. I get you not. Yeah, I got two orders. Okay, which one for the second order? Uh, 
Uh, let me get a, uh, a a chicken sandwich. Uh, one of the chicken mini sandwiches. Uh, two of them. Uh, uh, that bacon cheese champ. Uh, the small nuggets. Matter of fact, no, forget forget the chicken sandwich. No chicken sandwich. Um, uh, only one. Uh, matter of fact, uh, forget the chicken sandwich. Uh, forget the fried. Just give me two cheese champs. The two cheese champs and a medium, a medium soft drink, <laughs> sir. What would you like to drink? Oh shit! Uh, that's, that's that's where the guy I heard you say a medium soft. You said I'd like a medium soft drink. I was like, I, was like, I know this nigga didn't just ask for a medium soft drink. You figure it out. <laughs> I was like, I was like, dog, I'd be so fucking hot behind that mic. Like, dog, you fucking asshole. So what do you want? Two cheeseburgers and what to drink, nigga? God damn. You just took me all the way around the fucking moon. That's hilarious. I was like, bro, you would say you would take so much time saying so many fucking orders and then just say, never mind, forget all that. Fuck all that, my nigga. I just need two burgers. I need two burgers. No, 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 no. You was talking about chicken sandwiches, fries, tater tots. I said, no, nah, matter of fact, forget the chicken sandwiches. Uh, just two burgers. And, uh, man, forget man. the fries, too, honestly. And a soft drink, a medium soft drink. Uh, <laughs> I'm sitting in the passenger seat like, I'm like, nigga, bro. That's you just rough on these niggas at work, bro. Nah, I do. Uh, you fucking rough, man. Man, fuck them, man. Telling you, right? You like my dad, man. My dad, my dad will give a real specific ass order. He'd be like, "Man, that joke be at the restaurant. I like a salad with exactly thirty six croutons, four tomatoes, the carrots cut julienned, not block carrots, julienned yeah. carrots. I like yes. my, I like my dressing on the side. I make sure it's vinaigrette." Thousand or whatever the fuck kind of vinaigrette he fucking drink. and then when he come, I swear to God, I kid you, I don't remember how old I was, and this is what I was like. This is why people spitting people's fucking food. I remember how old I was. This nigga, we were at some restaurant, man, and the waitress came back. To her, she was like, "Hey, uh, you guys doing all right?" He said, "Um, actually, um, no. Um, I, I just, I just don't know what's going on with the presentation of this salad. Like, it looked like somebody ran their hand through my salad." Like, what, what's going on with this stuff? And then, like, the chicken. Just, I'm, I remember I'm too. I'm I'm old enough to understand this is a dick move, but I'm too young to really comprehend the waiter's the waiter's de- demeanor when I, she's like listening to this nigga talk about how this salad looks like somebody ran their hands through it. And oh, literally, yeah. I watched her take that bowl away and bring him back a bowl of the exact same thing. repositioned. <laughs> repositioned. Oh, I was like, I can't go out to eat with you, bro. <laughs> No, I've I was like, that, you giving these people hell. I've had that moment at Applebee's with my father where he literally, this was the most rude thing I've ever heard someone say to somebody's waiting on them. He said, she he asked the woman for buffalo wings and she brought the wings and then he said, won't get no deal. <laughs> but it's not the kicker. It's not the kicker. So she said, what do you want, sir? Ranch or blue cheese? <laughs> I think he said like blue cheese or something. <laughs> so she I don't get no dip. She bring back the case of blue cheese. And then the nigga doubles down and says, What we supposed to double dip? <laughs> I'll tell you, no, when you get older, man, these niggas just be going after people. <laughs> I, mean, be, I was the most embarrassing, bro. Oh. 
Oh, oh shit, bro. I mean, I was so embarrassed. Cause uh, I just, that is because so fucking rude. As the younger human, you just feel responsible. You're just like, yo, this nigga doesn't get it. Yo, I'm sorry. You couldn't just ask yeah. for two? Yeah. Thank you very Please, much. You mind if I got another one when you get a chance? Like, yeah. just something. <laughs> that was his quote. You think we supposed to double dip. Now, he didn't ask for anything. That was his way of saying, bitch, get back in there and get some more booty. <laughs> <laughs> that was his way of saying it. Oh shit <laughs> nah, I never was so embarrassed My mom does the shit too But not to that extent But she does it young. Oh man she, uh, does, she does it out of frustration Because I know customer service Really frustrates her Because customer service Is uh, waiting People on the phone hear uh, my, I hear my mom Solving oh, like cable fucking problems hell man And people are like Can you do it online And in her mind She's like fuck no <laughs> What are you talking about? And people are so ripped. They're online. They're just like, what the fuck, man? I got to walk this old broad. I got to walk this old battle axe through all this fucking, through all these protocols. She's telling me her phone doesn't do it. I know her, I know her phone I know her phone does. That's yeah, right. My mom is a show on customer service, bro. She is who you hate to get. She's rude. Oh, She's man. She's panicking. You're asking her to do simple things. Well, go ahead and now put in your password, ma'am. Pass? God, I don't know what I could have even put the... What if I don't know my password? I mean, she's just that person. I know the people. I just hear it in their voice. They're just like, let me saddle her. Right. Like, damn, man. I'm going to be on the phone with this woman for 48 minutes. (laughs) Minimum. Minimum, but yeah, no. But I said, when you get older, man, I guess, man. Yeah, he is. I've I've been in restaurants. He asked for hot water. He's been like, they, they, him and his wife. They be like, hey, we sit at things like, hey, can we get a, can we get two cups of hot water, like very hot? And they, the waiter's like, hot, hot water. He's like, yeah, we want to put the silverware in there. You know, a lot of times it's not clean. We put the silverware. And I'm like, I'm like, oh man, Celeste, man, everyone else in here is eating off. Everybody else in here is eating off the same. This guy's got to go get piping hot water and bring it back to this fucking table for you to dip your, your silverware in. You know the tilting part about the the guy that's doing the. Uh, the uh, waiting and serving. He's hoping, like, it's in his mind initially. He's like, this tip's going to be out the roof. <laughs> I don't know how kind of tipper your dad is, but I'll say this. It's like, initially, when them old folks start asking this shit. I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah, he's, he's, he's a 15% percent guy. He's a lot. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, yeah. he's a par. Yeah. He's a par. He's a straight up. I, I, he's a straight up 15%. I told you we talked Me about too. that. Uh, that oh, uh, yeah. That, that yeah. Panera bread. I mean, I he was like Panera Bread talking about something. Would you like to tip, man? That that is man. That is you know they're employing they're employing them homeless people tactics. Them people yeah. on the side of the road who you literally wear a sign that says, "Hey, I'm broke. Give me money and look you dead in your face." I'm not. I'm not, I'm technically not begging. I didn't say a word to you, but I'm putting some pressure on you to acknowledge my existence and tell me no. I know you're broken, homeless, but I don't want to give you money. Like something people don't want to say. Like we're scraping on a good platform. I don't want to give a virtual tip. You've taken what a tip was away, first of all. So don't down nose me because I they, put they, no. They put the pressure on you to look that person in the face yeah. and say no. I'm not tip. But I, hey, no, bro. No, 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 not even that. I think with the, I think when you look down at the keypad, I don't know where this tip's going. It's going in the metaverse. <laughs> 
When I, I, be, get sick. I was at festivals they be having on a little iPad. They're like, yeah, you fill this out to tip. I'm like, tip for an eight dollar beer? Who am I tipping? Right for an eight dollar beer? An eight dollar an eight dollar can beer? And you want me to I, tip? I just got shellac, man. I, I'll, I'll I'll be honest. I feel that I feel that little kind of that push pull of like just to, you know when it comes to it. But I'd be like, man. Every time I feel like that, I'd be like, hey, man, Kobe Bryant, don't shy away from the awkward situations. What am I tipping for, man? No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mashing that tip you for what, man? I literally just said, let me get a pick two, a chicken sandwich and some soup. I'll say this. <laughs> Chips, not bread. That philosophy. Come on. That philosophy when I was strongly, strongly, strongly using it. I probably need to get back to using it. Oh, bro, I, I, left, I employ I it, man. I left a lot of situations with with few regret. I mean, I, I had that very minimal regret of many things. I bro, remember. I live, I live, I, realized, bro, I live by that shit. Don't shy away from the awkward situation, man. I be, I've been told I'm gonna ask for it sometimes, but I'm like, hey, I don't. I I hate looking back on situations, thinking of what I should have said. I'd rather have said something I shouldn't have. Like that mm, seems funny at the party. Whatever, it's man. Like, let's go in here and make sure George's not being a dick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> make sure he's not hurting his guy's feelings. I was like, damn, that was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. I was making a conscious but effort. You know I was making a conscious effort to be a normal person. I'm, That's me being nice. Like I just, I just, you know, what I mean. Well, I'm glad we brought that up because that was the topic I wanted to have. Is that everyone's not a ball buster? And I noticed how. Yeah. The first guy I realized, I was like, Saint Juan molded into a ball buster. Where he, realized he had no choice. I fit in. It was sink yeah. or swim. It yeah. was come to work and get my shit chopped daily. <laughs> Or fucking figure out yeah. how to toss fucking... a finger back here or there, you know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, and that's all it takes. Yeah, but, but the people—that's who... all it takes for them to get off your back. Yeah, but the people Just who that occasional zinger, I encourage you to, and it's like you can't get mad because you know it's saying you don't be talking shit like that. It was, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. always a mild zinger. It's always ha ha ha, you know. But Flim, you get no bitches, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll kill you. It'll crush you. It's, like, ah. it's almost like my nigga. Yeah, right. You're getting in I on don't it. Get no bitches. <laughs> yes. You're fucking getting in on it. Yeah, yeah it is. It's it's a maturation. It's exciting point. to see you being a part of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, but I know a lot of people that can't, man. Uh, I know a lot of people just that shit crumbled. Like Dre, Dre was a nigga. That shit crumbled him, man. He had a job at Uts, man, and I knew, I knew just basically with the stories he would come home from work. Like, I remember yeah, you man. telling me he was just whipping the Uts truck with you no know, or reckless abandon. Dude, they caught him on camera smoking marijuana with, with uh, DeMarcus, man. He picked up DeMarcus. He's on their time. He's getting paid hourly. He's on their time to deliver. He picks up DeMarcus. They smoke weed on camera the entire time. They smoke weed. <laughs> it's, it's not even implied smoking weed. No, I'm talking about hardcore balls-to-the-wall evidence. <laughs> They're splitting the Dutch and rolling up. Yeah, exactly. From start to finish. And long story short, and sparking and smoking it on the fucking Dutch truck. He's already, you know, he's a slow moving ass nigga and all this shit. So he already gets back to camp late every day. He gets back to camp late on par with, with the time they confront him. And they just say, look, man, saw some footage from the other day, man. You're off your route. You're picking up your friends. You're smoking weed. They just let him know. Like, we saw everything. <laughs> Like that truck he took out had a camera, and Dre, you know, Dre kind of cops to it. Dre's was like, "Yeah, I'm sorry." They say, "You know, we're not going to fire you." First of all, a job did that. They didn't fire you. We're not going to fire you. Drive. Oh think, wow. Think about think about how wow. think about how risky that is. It's like we're going to put you on the road. We know you do drugs actively. We've seen you go rogue and smoke weed in this truck as if it's yours. This video in court would put us under millions, but we don't care. If we're you killed somebody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You plowed into an old lady. I mean, you're putting us under. This footage is gonna bury us if you kill somebody. <laughs> if they would have pulled his tape, 
Oh, we're done. Yeah. But anyway, they put that trust in him, and you know, as long as he's already down the line, he just you know continues to be him. Oh, he couldn't handle the culture though. It was when people were just like, "Come on, Jones!" Like, fuck, man, you're not out there hitting your numbers, you son of a bitch. You know, when people talked to him hard, he just shelled up, man. And I was just kind of like, man, it's blue collar work, man. Like, yeah, he can, blue collar. Yeah, yeah, you can't kick, take it. You, you ball to bust people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. yeah. You just fucking ball bust people. I see, see you and Lou Money about to go toe to toe. I literally in that moment, I said, I don't know what tomorrow at work's gonna look like, man. These two niggas about to rip each other's heads off. <laughs> but that's blue collar work. You go to work, nothing happened. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got over it. Yeah, yeah. Had to be there, I guess. That was it. It was like had to be there. You know, something happened, I guess, but ain't nothing happened here. Yeah, so, it's yeah. over now. <laughs> yeah, pass me, move them boots, nigga. <laughs> it was that though. Yo. It was that. <laughs> now I'm gonna say this though. That nigga was shook, man. He was shook from repercussions, and he was just shook from overall, man. To be honest, he was. Like, I did see if he was like, all right, man, go up, man. Damn, you, you you left before him. He had one of them sidebars, like, hey, man, you know, I like your man, man. Come on, man, like, come on. <laughs> Man, that shit went a little out of hand, did it? He was kind of getting affirmation from you. And then <laughs> no, I remember moment, I, call, I apologized to him for yeah. this shit. I was like, I was fucking lunching, but like, yeah, yeah. But it was it was just it was just a, a blue collar situation. It to me it was it was a lot of work spill over. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, just, it was, yeah. It came out in an athletic situation where it's like, man, I'm not putting up the shit, nigga, on the nigga court too, nigga. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm tired of you. Yeah, I, gotta, yeah. I gotta hear your fucking mouth all day and fucking work. While I'm playing ball, you're talking all this greasy ass shit, nigga. Take, take this fucking two pointer, nigga. Yeah, like, like, bro, I'm about to tear your narrow ass a new one, man. I, it's funny now that I'm older as a grown man. I can totally see he he was a, his immaturity allowed him to be way more diplomatic about it than a mature a mature man would have put hands on me. <laughs> if Lou was if Lou was mentally fully mature, he would have beat my ass. No, I, he'd be like, come here. He probably would have tightened me up real quick and well, and then. And and then been super, super duper. We would have been cool as shit after. He would have been super duper sorry. Like, bro, I'm, I'm sorry you took me to the point where I had to tighten your ass up. But, bro, come on. No. Like, you're, you were just hammering me all day at work, and I play cool, man. And then we go out here, and you just, you, I don't know who you think you are. You know it's I'm funny. a grown man. <laughs> we're actually getting real Dr. Phil here, but that's actually the good point about good jokes starting. And then like, we're actually going to dig deep into the psychology of it, yo. I agree with you in some parts of that, but I think it's a little deeper. I think he really did value your advice, but could never tell you. I think you were the one that kept it because we were all fake to him. Y'all like, were. That's the thing. Y'all were, y'all were, y'all were, were all, like we he were, wasn't doing what he was doing, and we, I would be the nigga that would we be We were like, enablers. I'm like, bro, stop talking like you ain't married with he three kids, bro. He knew you could get the truth from you, though. He <laughs> knew he could get the truth from anybody else, and it was probably just more of an energy exertion out there versus I hate ghoul. To be honest, you were the only nigga that kept it real with him. Yeah, I mean, we, we don't got a bad relationship. I mean, to this yeah, day, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, know, you ain't got no bad relationship with nobody. Yeah. But that, but that was the thing. I think. But yeah, I was just I yeah. That I was like, bro, you're not. Though. I was like, bro, you're not just gonna keep sitting here talking like you ain't fucking married with three kids, man. I was like, nigga, I'm fucking 24. We're 24 years old. We're fucking bitches, man. You, you're lunching. <laughs> you're lunching. Man. You're lunch. The shit I used to see that nigga do. I swear, I'd be on tour with that nigga. His name, his wife's name, in his phone was Monique, and he was on the phone with somebody that said "wifey, baby cooks." And I was like, "Nigga, I was like, bro, why is somebody calling you name wifey when your wife's name in your phone is Monique?" I was like, "What do you think your wife is going to do when she's Monique ain't going to man, Mo ain't Mo? She put that shit in there. She put that in. I was like, she's talking about the chick put wifey in there. I was like, 
So change it, you fucking knucklehead. I was like, bro, he's like, man, Mo ain't, bro, he used to think, he used to think he was so slick. He used to think, he used to think Mo didn't know nothing. And he, and if you ever brought up the idea, like, bro, you don't think your wife might be getting some, you know, getting worked over by somebody? Nah, fuck no. Fuck. He just totally perished the idea. But I think, I think she was working him for so much money. He probably was just like, nigga, I pay, I pay for this. I pay not to know. I pay for I pay for this because he showed them cash that his wife was burning his ass up on that cash. She was hitting that nigga for about like three hundred dollars a day, man. He was burning. <laughs> she was going to MGM. He was paying for her and her mom to go to MGM. She was burning his ass up. I see what you mean. Yeah. I was like, man, maybe she wasn't doing nothing. Maybe she was just yeah. toasting your ass off. And you know what did revenue fucked him up too because he came from that SPO bread. And I pro- he probably was a way humble nigga. I, I would imagine. Yeah. The two job, but when the money, he probably between, didn't between, need two between, jobs. Between stepping his money up with revenue and being around yeah. us. Because he needed two jobs. It was the combination of us. It was the combination. It was the combination of the, the, team, the yeah. revenue yeah, step yeah, up yeah. and then the young niggas. It was like we yeah. got traded Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> he got traded and we just some young niggas that just got to live. Like, Dirk, nigga, you about to live. <laughs> he got traded to a young-ass team, man. Hey, Dirk coming out tonight, yeah, man. Straight, straight rookies on this team, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly Straight rookies, right. baby. We here the ball. Oh, you got a Shelton and Finn. Right, right. Finn's barely holding on. Anybody listening? <laughs> he talk about old ball. Now, it was too much young. You, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a lot of young niggerism in there, man. It yeah. was a young nigga wave, and you either got with it or stood aside. And that's how Shelton encouraged it. Guys like Shelton and Silvers like encouraged it. Yeah. Finn stepped out the way. Willie just encouraged it, but stayed out the way. He encouraged, instigated while staying out the way. Yeah. That nigga would talk you to death about moves and shit, but that nigga would never get a beer with you. I'm talking 20. I'm getting 20 minutes a game, bro. That nigga would never get a beer with you. He would, he'd give you all the playbooks, tell you all the wild shit he did. Like, man, man, just come with us, get a drink. Nah, dog. <laughs> nah, dog. He, he was a nigga that very much accepted his time was over. Nah, for real. That nigga Rob. That was a one teammate, man. That was a weird guy, man. Yeah, he was a weird teammate, bro. Nah, he's all the way off, man. I ain't like that guy, man. I'll say it on open mic. Rob, Rob, Rob was weird, man. But money got swept. I, I, I feel for him, man. He got swept. At you 40, funny? I'll put it like this. And he was very susceptible, man. At 40 something, in your, in your mid to late 40s, Literally, you're probably going through a mid- imagine going. You know I mean that's that midlife crisis age, ain't like I'm thinking if I'm 46 years old and suddenly I get I get put in a locker room with like a bunch of 24 and 23 year olds and they're just they're just oh they're, yeah, and yeah. I, I got a part time job they're at a club right these and niggas I are got just, married after high school these niggas are just slamming chicks left he's showing me chicks left and right and yeah. these chicks is fire they're, these niggas these young guys are slamming them two at a time I'm <laughs> living by thirst because they were hanging on in them stories what did y'all niggas oh, do yeah. yesterday yeah oh yeah. Yeah, but, everything um, we did, them niggas was like, them niggas was like, oh, them young niggas, man, them young niggas, man, y'all young niggas is wild, man. What happened? What you say there? What you say now? Wait, no, and it, didn't 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 he? T- oh, y'all some bad boys, man. <laughs> that nigga told you like y'all some bad boys, man. Nah, they were hanging on to them shits, man. But nah, man, that that shit, man. Oh, it was set up for failure, man. He was he was set up for a crash course. It was just the way he was doing the shit. I was just like, come on, bro. I was like, have some coos, man. And that was I think the reason I always used to poke at him is because that shit used to bother me that I was like, bro, you 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 putting these bitches in a, I'm literally physically watching you putting these bitches in a higher regard than your goddamn wife, man. And that's just I was just I was just never one of them niggas that believed in that. I was like, those are the niggas that should be fucking single, nigga. If you you know what I mean? Like Yeah. 
You can't be showing the bitches more love than you're fucking with. If you, you ain't even supposed to be fucking with the bitch. You're already wrong, but there's levels to it. It's like that villain shit. There's principles to being a villain, man. Yeah. There's there's the dirty, there's the dirty, no good, you know, cross you over, can't be trusted, fuck you over villain. And there's there, there's the virtuous villain where it's kind of like, bro, the shit you're doing, I don't like, but it's I mean, I respect that you, you know, I respect that you give a shit about something. Like Yeah. You know, you're doing the wrong thing, but at least you got some cooth to it. Like, you know, there's decorum. Yeah, you- I was yeah. like, why are you dogging your wife? Yeah, you could <laughs> For these chicks that aren't even, you aren't even pork. This nigga was showing me new chicks at park every other day. And I'm like, bro, you nigga, nigga wasn't even porking them. The chicks he was porking looked look great. I was like, come on, bro. That's what he was about, man. I was like, relax, man. He started hitting that security guard and he was so proud of it. And I was like, bro, you're every, I was like, all these niggas in here. Like, come on, man. I was like, I was like, there's nigga, there's literally niggas that sidestep, you know. I was among the niggas that, I was like, bro, no, I was like, no, I was like, no thanks, bro. She's literally hitting everybody in here. This is weird, man. This this is weird that you're literally bragging about having sex with her more times than this other security guard around your age had sex with it. This is weird. He was, that nigga Felix, he was like, Felix talk about, he was messing her. Man, nigga. Nigga, I, I I hit her like four times a week. Nigga, what you talking about, man? I'm hitting, like, I'm hitting her like four times in the truck. And I'm like, I was like, bro. I was like, bro. I think Salt. I think Salt told me he was living bro. with him at one point in time, man. She was living with her or something like that. Bro, I got a funny ass story. I was like, come on. When I heard that shit, I was I was like, what's up with Lou Money? You had that? Like, what's up with Lou Money, man? He's like, I think he like living at her apartment or some shit. Like that. I was like, no, he was, I was like, money. I was like, come on, money. That was right around my departure. I remember his uh, just forward push. They're like, hey, fl- hey flim a limb, yo. Like, flim, flim a limb. Flim a limb. With the hardest shoulder grab you ever heard. Bro, this, nigga, this nigga had bare hands, man. This to, nigga used to. About to rupture a vessel. Every man. time the nigga touched you as a man, you just wanted to be like, nigga, get off me, man. Get your fucking John Henry Iron hands off me, man. That no. nigga, <laughs> man, he had old school working man's hands, man. Like, <laughs> it's the- those, those are, that was a working man's handshake, man. Heel driving, man. That nigga, man. That nigga could work on the Iron Railroad with them palms, man. Nah, it was the time, though, man. This nigga Rob, man, who who notoriously was one of the biggest, like, advocates for smoking weed. I've literally seen this nigga literally in the car smoking a blunt before pulling off in the parking lot. <laughs> it's a drug-free workplace, yeah. America. And I literally, so... I remember the time, man. I'm in the van with them. I don't know if they pick us up or some shit. I never, I know I didn't orchestrate it. I just know I had all total hands up to giving really a fuck about where we were, why we were there, and what happened. Because uh-huh. I don't even fuck with Rob like this in any way where I would have orchestrated. Hey, come get me. Do anything for me. Or anything. I remember that when they were picking. T- I remember that when it was the, the trains were running slow and like when people had the vans, you'd call and if people who were cool and shit, they'd come and scoop you and your yeah. scoop you and your fucking your BTI officer up. Yeah, but there was so, these fucking rent officers, however, rent a cop officers. However, I ended up in that van with that guy. I didn't orchestrate it, and this gives me full. You'll understand in a moment. Gives me full hands up. Like I don't know what you're gonna do here, because I get in the van. And he some either someone smacks the mirror or he's I think he's driving by the best I can remember. He's driving by. He smacks the mirror, the windows down, the passenger windows down and glass just flies in. (laughs) Glass fucking flies in the van. And I just look at him and I see the terror in his eyes. (laughs) Hey, I (laughs) would. 
I see the fucking I, terror. I know. I know the sheer horror, man. Now, listen. This, this is a drug-free workplace, and that might is, be considered an accident in which you have to get a 1075. And that's the what scariest I, numbers in the 689 handbook. And he's known for being, like, he wants to be this Bob Marley-type character in a sense where he's just, man, nigga, I get, damn. So anyway, uh, so I know. I just look at him. He and, said that nigga is horrible. That nigga's stomach was in his asshole. Uh. I also have this uh, making me feel better. Someone recently was in a situation like similar where it was like some two people were in the car. It was like, we can't take both. I was going to lean on that. I was going to say, I just, I know, I know specifically you can't take both. Can't take both. It's no discrepancy who was driving. But anyway, uh, that was in the back of my mind. But, you know, we get in that situation, man. Uh, so the mirror's broken. Mirror's broken. And the person we hit, it's a team of, uh, they're not even in the car. But mm. the reason that we have damage, we got to stay. Because he needs that, you know, an explanation to it. So mm. we have to, I don't know if the school's open or maybe it is whatever. But it's a contracting company who has their truck with one of them super duper mirrors like on that F-250. Mm. But long story short, uh, man, they got the mirror poking out. Uh, we go into school and then we're just like literally looking for like, hey. Who's here? Uh, who's here servicing the lawns? You know, we hit your truck. Uh, they come out. <laughs> I feel like somehow, grace of God, he gets to get the the contracting company to feel like they part too far from the curb. Mm. He he doesn't take total fault. Put it that way. It wasn't mm. like give me Metro's insurance, nigga. Mm. <laughs> We're getting this shit fixed on your dime, right? Like shut the fuck up. You hit my car. It wasn't that. It uh-huh. wasn't that. It was not that at all. It was the best way I can remember it is that like well, you guys are way too far from the curb. We called the police came, uh, and I think police confirmed like I right, shit a little too far from the fucking curb. So long story short, Rob doesn't go through like the. Okay, we need to give the insurance, but I remember him calling Beecher and literally just me thinking, just sitting there like, he's done. And like, I just thought, I said, you're axed, man. You're done. You broke a fucking mirror on this car, man. I don't care what happened, man. We're going we're gonna to need some, we're going to need some urine <laughs> up off you, man. Let's go ahead and strap up. Uh, we're going but to no, need man. Some urine. Long story short, man, he calls in and, uh, this would make me fuck because I know that apparently, nigga like, apparently, man, apparently, Crawford ducked one like that. Apparently, Crawford crashed the joint and he ducked it. Well, Beecher came or whatever, and then another bus supervisor was there, and Beecher was trying to take him down for a ten seventy five. And the bus supervisor was like, "Man, if the bu- if the car don't go out of commission, you don't go out of commission, man. Drive it back." Yeah, <laughs> I, I got a wink wink story I can tell you on that too. Where um, I'm not gonna say who was involved, but uh, I got one. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, but anyway, uh, no, the the rat robs up. Uh, man. Long story short, he uh, I end up covering for him, and I know just now how I feel about him. I wish I just hadn't. I wish I just bitched out and just been like, I mean, you know, figure out what you got to figure out. Yo. But long story short, Rob does the brings the car back. Um, some it's some loop. Long story short, Rob ends up clocking out before B. Gets out to the location. B gets out to the location. It's like some phone communication. Some reason he's calling me. I should have just been. I should have balls up. Man, like, hey, look, man, call the person who's doing the shit. Mm. All right, look. But anyway, yeah. so me just being a nice guy. I'm just so long story. I'm feeling calls from B and B like, yeah, I'm out here, man. Uh, I'm coming to see and assess the shit. Yeah, you know. 
he he brings up something about a 1075. Of course, me, I think probably because I'm dirty too. I'm just like, man, look, man, we ain't got to do all that shit, man. Look. Uh, so basically, the accident mm-hmm. happened. He called Beecher, and then Beecher said, I'm coming out. He decided he comes back to the building, parks the car, DC and clocks police, out. DC police lets us go before Beecher gets there. Uh, and then because two of the whatever happened like two, three weeks earlier, Beecher spoke to that too. He was like, I mean, well, we just had someone. You know, have another incident, and then I don't know what it happened. Yeah, I remember I Porter remember. tore that man up. Well, something. Yeah, he that. tore that man up on the it's lot. It's funny that he was sober. <laughs> he was sober. That's so funny. You knew how fucking down him. He tore the door <laughs> off the van on the lot. I would have fired him that day. I would say, you're not even <laughs> when I When I saw them pictures, I remember we're going out on tour. I'm like, bro, how you crashed the fucking car on the We're on the campus. I, I, in the facility, you crashed the car. It looked like he hit that shit at 80 miles Bro, per. That little door caught on something. Like, he turned too fast. That shit literally just ripped just the whole thing. <laughs> you ripped it you off. You ripped the whole fucking oh side off. I was like, no. what a fucking lunatic. And that's just funny. But you know what's funny? He was us having this fucking good laugh about it. You make me realize, from a managerial standpoint, he was driving him crazy. Oh, that, hell yeah. that van's on the books. Oh, yeah. We oh, gotta yeah. get that fixed. He crashed two of them vans. He was super loud and ignorant everywhere. Like He's everywhere. not even likable yeah. enough for us to explain yeah. why we spent $40,000 in fucking van repairs. And no one's been drug tested. <laughs> oh, I see. I would be fucking hot, too. No, he was getting drunk. <laughs> Remember, he yeah, was. Because yeah, yeah, he wasn't yeah. smoking weed. I know that what was, you mean. That's why him getting popped was but, weird. He literally just, after beating multiple drug <laughs> tests he got because he wasn't smoking weed, he but, randomly started selling and smoking weed. But I think I think even his non-coming compliances, he brought the whole heat to the department. Like, to be honest. He did bring he a new heat Wayne to the Jenkins department. Wayne Jenkins without the benefits. <laughs> At least Wayne was he, putting money he, in your pocket. He brought heat because he was just hood as shit. Like, he yeah, would just be yeah. kind of like hood as fuck around like it's the wrong. It's funnier, too. He was hood as shit around the wrong people. It's funny as a TV show to go from Zoe. To fucking Porter being, I remember that nigga being in like fucking like the break room and shit. Like, I mean, a packed break room. Talking about, yeah, nigga, I got like this little bitch and she fucking with me, nigga. Like, I ain't, I mean, she fucking with me, so don't be fucking that shit up. Like, I'm literally looking at him, like, I'm like, yeah. No, the time when he farted, I'm like, bro, (laughs) (laughs) you and me. I knew that was the day Beecher said, you know what, I kind of like Flim, but I don't fuck with Flim because Flim's on the other side. Yeah. Me and you can now own this shit. I'll never get what he farted in there, man. The supervisors are all in one room, and that nigga fucking farted in there. Beecher's face was just straight disgust. I mean, it was just... That shit was so right. And that nigga was like, excuse me. I, I didn't even get up. I used to take a shit when I get here, man. I didn't even get to use the bathroom. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. No, Beecher's face, man, said it all. But he wasn't going to say that to him. he wasn't to put hands he, on him. Yeah, he was mad as fuck, but he wasn't about, nobody was in there going to say nothing because they know that nigga was going to snap. <laughs> that nah. nigga was going to snap if they said something. Eat up Craig, man. I just, man, he got me he's just all totally wrapped up in that lasso, man. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. He, man, did, he, he did get into a Craig. Man, he got that. I'm telling and you. And that shit was his fault, too. Yeah. I remember. He, I watched him break Craig's phone. <laughs> oh. I watched him break Craig's phone. Craig's phone was sitting on the top. You Craig, funny? Craig was in the same spot. The phone was that, sitting there. He literally went to charge his phone. I saw him drop Craig's phone off, and the screen broke. And then Craig was like, what the fuck happened? He was like, nigga, you was a bitch. I was like, that I is, was like, bro. I was bro. like, I watched that whole thing, and I was like, yo, this that, shit was wrong. I learned two things. That's like, the funny part about I was war. like, nigga, you wrong as fuck, and that nigga saw, that nigga saw the real ass nigga. That nigga saw, he's, that, that nigga so big, he moved 
kind of in slow motion. That nigga yeah. jumped in the middle of it. He's like, ah! Like, he broke that whole no, shit no. up before it got bad, man. He was a real nigga. The lore of That could have got worse. The lore of my understanding, I would have told my children a different story. What? Imagine how much in history has probably been lost, bro, on just that. Right. Because I believe... You thought Craig was wrong? I believe your story to be true. I believe the way... That I took the lore, it was reporter was saying, like, I didn't break this nigga's phone. Like, this nigga just kept pressing me, pressing me. Oh, yeah, no, I watched him break pressing his phone. Me, <laughs> pressing me, pressing me, and I just had enough. I watched the, I watched him break his phone, and then the I, I proceeded to yeah. hear the locker room. He asked the locker room, like, yo, what the fuck? And they what were like, I do? Yeah, they were right. like, yo, who's, because his phone was there. They was like, yeah, yo, he's I like, know. whose phone is this? And they're like, orders. Like, his, who's his, the phone next to his my phone? phone was charged. No, his phone was literally yeah. on the joint charging, and he unplugged his yeah, phone and to charge his charging. phone and dropped his phone and broke it, and then tried yeah. to put it back like the shit didn't happen, and yeah. then just walked off. And I was like, and when I heard the beefing about it, or whatever, I was like, I was like, bro, I I Craig watched had every right. I was like, I, yeah, I was like, Damn. yeah, Craig came in there on ten, but he had every right because I was like, nigga, I watched you break that man's phone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I never knew that. Yeah, I was like, bro, I it was always up in the air. But to be honest, Craig wasn't wrong. It was like, my denial because the whole thing was just like it was the whole thing was just stupid. But I was like, I was like, Craig wasn't wrong, bro. I was like, I, I wanted to not believe phone. Craig, but yeah, uh, it happened. I watched him do it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was. I bad. watched him do it. He was a cancer, but that's what a do. That's what a cancer will do to one bad apple. Oh man. yeah, I see how that affects yeah. the team. Yeah. Oh it, yeah. It affects the dynamic of every worker, every person, every person that comes at work every day. It just you can't do your job. Yeah. You can't. I. You know. You want to. Per- you. You don't want to isolate this person. I mean, you should. You should isolate this person and make them feel like, look, you're an asshole, you're a dick, you know, you're not. But yeah. it only works on shit. I like mean, when you, because like whenever you was, when you sit and talk to him, he was like, I mean, he had his mo. He was an all right dude. No. He was just too fucking. He was just. But this is the problem. It he works. was just a loose fucking. Can- I was like, bro, but, I would be talking to him sometimes. I'd be like, bro, say, you you are all right dude. You just don't. Those kind of guys. You don't know how to fucking act, bro. They get like, jobs on the can't. Browns and the Commanders. That's the thing. Yeah. They get jobs, right, where the culture's not strong enough. Like the Spurs yeah, to say, you know, like, you can't work yeah. here. Right. Straight up. <laughs> I was like, bro, I was like, honestly, I was like, as loose as this culture is, bro, you're pushing it yeah. way too yeah. hard. Now, bro. I got sexual harassment hanging over me, yeah. so I can't tell on you, but I, was I like, would. Bro, I, was I, like, would. Me, I was like, for me to have been in this company this long and be looking at you like, yo, this is pushing it. Like, nigga, you are pushing it, bro. Yeah. No, this it is the a, most unprofessional workplace I've there is. I've never seen And you yeah. are too unprofessional. That was it. Like, you're, you're, you're fucking in this joint talking like you're working at Macy's or something on the corner. Like, like you're, you're, you're like, you're. No, that was it. At the corner store or something. Like, it was too. It was like, bro. His job. You're making quite a bit of money to be this cavalier, bro. Like, you, you can't. You're tearing up cars. He was You're a, fucking loud as shit. You're, like, his out of pocket cost alone. He could have been the best. He could have been Sang Wong. Okay, he could have been. Uh, what's that other guy, Miguel? Or right? It was he, always he, causing. He was leaving what was money. His name? Mario? He always was causing name? problems. Yeah, he was what always was that dude's name. Jose Hector. Uh, who? Jose Hector. Hey, funny thing about Jose, man. This nigga Somebody's Jose. Boss. Jose got us these rooms at MGM. That nigga works at fucking. He's a bartender at MGM Grand. He where he's there Monday. He's there Thursday through Monday, five to eleven. <laughs> Side hustling? Yeah, it cost, yeah, he's like, he works in plant now, and that's like a side hustle. Oh, working shit, at MGM. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, he hooked us up with the fucking rooms. That Hello. He told me his DUI story, and man, he said that shit changed his life, man. <laughs> and he said, man, Flim, I saw him make the U turn. I knew it to be over. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled me over, and for some reason he let me go. And from then I said, no more do I, Jimmy. <laughs> hey, that shit was impossible. God damn, man. 
He took me through. I don't know why we had that much time, but, bro, we were just sitting there. He just, he let yeah, me know. Yeah, like, he's a wild boy. Nah, that shit's funny. He bought all that chicken, man. Hey, I remember. I remember that fucking party. Came back with all that fucking super chicken. It came with eighty, eighty to one hundred and thirty dollars worth of chicken, man. Nobody wanted a piece. Everybody said, "Man, we're packing up, man." Uh, I was like, "Man, fuck this potluck, man." I brought like some. I was like, "What did I bring?" I wouldn't eat nothing in there, man. I was like, "We don't do no potluck, man." We appreciate the sentiments, but uh, that nigga came back with big chicken bags. Nah, that's true. But I realized I realized how different it is and that environment was for like motherfuckers like him and shit like him and I don't know did you were you there for Leo Canella? I was at the start of Leo. Leo was a good first season for me because I felt the cop on him. Yeah, yeah. But, Leo but I was, the cop. I was I realized, but guys like him and shit. I was like, I realized that the unique challenge they face working with because I was like, bro, you're you're submerged in this. You're submerged in this black unprofessional landscape to the where, where it's how do you it, infiltrate? It, it? Yeah, it's almost like a social turnaround where it's like we're the hierarchy. Who do you talk? All, all, all of all of this black mannerisms uh, and this shit. Is, this is all you know. It, all of this learned and explained culture is just ours to pick. Let me you know. You're, you're absolutely right because if he was literally a cop, who is he that close to saying, hey, but for real, man, who was stealing? You're going to be like, what? <laughs> I don't care how close we are. What do you ask? No nigga's going to ever ask it that way. No true black person. He was up against, like, it was a wall. It, it was impenetrable. Yeah. If he even was he a cop. He like, into the culture, yeah. I can't get that. He's going to be on the outside no matter what. Yeah. No matter who I befriend, when I ask him the money question. Yeah. Jose only penetrated it by finding We found out he was a piece of shit, too. <laughs> tell him anything. We found out. He, right, and he still was kind of yeah. skilled, but you, but you knew he was like, I mean, this nigga understands a little bit. But you didn't have that same trust in him. I'll say yeah. this probably. This is the only time. I'm a firm uh, believer in I don't fuck with people on stop snitching. This is the only time I've literally just sat out and seen my heart felt like, though, black people don't snitch on each other. So it is kind of a cardinal sin when a black person steps out the realm and is like, I'm just telling on everybody. It does hit you differently because just to imagine it from someone from another culture trying to infiltrate black business. We're just like, what are you asking? What are you asking if so-and-so was stealing, though? Like, what does that matter, man? Right. There are no jokes we're on. Why don't you relax, man? Yeah, like, you think I'm going to even tell you if he was? Like, <laughs> Right, you're the minority. The whole... There's one of there's one of you in here, man. It does just change the whole... Yeah, when when, when our culture is the dominant one in a, in a, court, in a, a business environment, it's just interesting to see how other cultures try and survive it. Clarence, like, I don't know if you remember Clarence, the way them niggas yeah. tried to survive, they literally, like, like all the Leo, Jose... Clarence, I was like, y'all are just doggy paddling for life at work every fucking day. You should have been. Y'all, y'all are just coming into work every fucking day. It's so funny. To them, you're coming into work every day to a jungle. To me, I'm just coming into work every day with niggas. Like, what's up, y'all? You should have been my union <laughs> What's up with y'all niggas, man? <laughs> That's what my union rep should have been saying, man. Like, this man never got properly trained. He was brought in here with people who were just rushing to get the job done and going through. But yeah, no. Oh, yeah. That dude, Clarence, that's the only thing I remember about it. Like, let's hurry up and let's fucking. Uh, yeah, let's half-ass the job, and let's get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, I've been here a long time. He's half-ass the job by a wiener. Shelton, too, though. Yeah, I think, I think he got hurt, and he went out. That's how he went out. That was I it. Leo just straight up quit. Like, he didn't tell nobody. He His just, disappearance was shady, though. He, it was, because he just he didn't tell nobody. And y'all all, say he y'all used to game he cleaned, he cleaned his locker, and he was out. And, he, you know what I mean? It was it was straight like that. What a gamer part made me versus business. 
And I heard this wild scenario. I'm like, he's an undercover cop from New York. I was like, I don't know about that, but it's uh, not unbelievable. And they was from out of state and hired as a private investigator to see if any more people were stealing. Because um, Shelton also gave me vibes where I felt like days where I was like, all right. He doesn't partake in the jokes about Leo, but he believes in the jokes about Leo. <laughs> <laughs> that was the other day. I, I know Shelton's energy to be that. <laughs> Niggas thought Canelo was a cop. No, it was definitely. And I forget. I think Craig, that was probably it, the unreliable source. But Craig was the guy, I think, with the infamous story of he dropped his wallet, opened it, and I saw the badge. I was like, I don't, I don't know. Your whole cover's blown. I don't know. I mean, somebody see your badge, your jig's fucking up. So I don't, <laughs> your pants are fucking down. <laughs> if you're on an undercover mission, you drop your wallet and someone sees your federal identification badge, I would just say the jig's fucking up. I don't know. What, I don't know what three more months on the job does for you. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I didn't believe you. So no I didn't fuck. believe that. I didn't believe he was no fucking cop. I just felt like I just felt like they felt like he was a cop because he like he, said, like he cop, didn't though. he acted like a cop because he wasn't a black person. Like he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. He didn't. He didn't enjoy our jokes. He didn't share our taste in music. He didn't think the shit we thought was funny was funny. Like he just didn't like being around niggas all day like it wasn't it wasn't necessarily a racist he was just like bro i'm just not like yeah, if i was running i'm not try- yeah like i'd rather be around people i've got to be surrounded by people i'd rather be surrounded more like people like me Common, than yeah, people yeah. like y'all that's uh, human nature yeah and that's what it was and because of that they thought it was like it was a, it was a barrier or something like oh he's a cop i was like no he's not bro he just He's just not too crazy about who he works with every day. Like, I can't blame him. I mean, shit, you're alone. He's coming here hot off a scandal. Yeah, I was like, nigga, I ain't got nothing to talk to you about. (laughs) Yeah, that too. My landing time, hot off that scandal. I was like, god damn. (laughs) Hot off the, uh, you were hot off Zoe. Oh, yeah, that's right. You missed Zoe. I was hot off that scandal. Everybody... The snitches like Danielle and them. This nigga, this nigga got a mouthful of fucking candy, man. I'm sorry, America. This nigga's chewing in your ear. All these these fucking fluffy handy bites. Look, yeah, I watched this nigga literally just shove as many as he could in his mouth just now <laughs> and try to keep talking. Look, man, the snitches, the snitches like Danielle, bro. They couldn't wait to tell me like, hey, you can't do this no more. But there was a nigga stealing. <laughs> hey, you shouldn't do that no more, my brother. We used to could, but you best stay with your partner. Cause they found a nigga stealing. I mean, they just were, they were rolling that. That nigga was a legend, bro. Nah, he was. I was glad I was got to be there for. Him. <laughs> to this day, me and Salt call that nigga whenever we go, whenever we're out anywhere. Just right. off the streets, man. That nigga was that nigga was a hood legend, man. He was a DC legend, man. <laughs> He was, he was getting them peoples, man. He's a DC legend, man. That nigga was larger than... It was weird how a nigga larger than life was clocking in with me like that. I was yeah. like, bro, we punched the same clock. Why do you feel so much larger in life than I do? He just inherited a game. That's what's funny. Because uh, my dad goes back to the days when the station managers had keys. Mm-hmm. And that, that infamous story of um, the guy who... Uh, Went in the vault and the station manager was in there. Well, that uh, I think I heard about that. They went in the vault with station man. They was like, "Man, what you doing in there, man?" Yeah, that's a revenue tale. Yeah, like, imagine that. Bro. Imagine you're in the money vault. What you're you doing in here, man? I'm cleaning. I'm just checking everything out, man. You're talking about I'm, wa- I'm walking the station. You're talking about pants down. You're in the money. You said the money vault. Like the only thing you're in here for is money. Right? Why are you in this locked vault? You came in here and relocked the vault. 
people are alone downstairs. <laughs> so look, they had that one, but no, the one where he said um, the station manager was getting so much bread, man. He said he, I think he had like a new Corvette, and he didn't put it in because vet stick shift, so he didn't put in like part, but he put in like neutral or something. So long story short, he was loading money <laughs> into the Corvette. And the, the car ends up rolling backwards at New Carrollton Station down, like, this hill. And then, like, flipping. And then, like, literally the story is the money's just, like, flying out the windows. <laughs> money's just shooting out the windows. Oh, shit. Oh, but that was the infamous story where he was just, like, that's how much money station managers were getting. Like, they were just pulling their cars up. Back when it was all cash too, like this is all cash. This is way before debit cards. This is when the whole Billy and and for some reason the operation is well, who should have the keys? The station managers. That's how they used to. Be. And before cameras, I mean, you're oh, thinking yeah, but, about bro. My dad said niggas were paying for new cars like nothing off yeah, that. Break. Before all that, right? My dad said the white guys they used to let the white guys go in parking meters with no officer, and he said that nigga Jeff. I don't know if you knew Jeff Cubbage. He said Jeff Cubbage followed this nigga one time, man. <laughs> he literally followed him. He said he was in. The, he was doing emergencies. He followed him in the parking meter van around all his routes, and then he followed him. He was driving. He drove to Inova Hospital, pulled up in the parking lot. He said he was watching him. Pulled up to the parking lot with the Metro van at Inova Hospital, hopped out, popped the trunk to a car, and started literally dropping bags of coins in the trunk. <laughs> bags of coins. So Jeff pulls up on him. Jeff literally pulls up on him while he's putting the bags and he looks up at Jeff and says, fuck. And he's like, you know, I'm doing parking meters now, right? He's like, you're picking off. I'm doing parking meters now, right? He said, no, he said, man, he got, in that, he said he got in that van. He said it was coins all over that van. It was jars of coins underneath the seat. It was coins everywhere, man. He said that guy, he had a house out in Orange County. Like that joke was paying his mortgage with them coins. That's crazy, man. That was a lot of money, though. Yeah, getting a lot of money. They're oh. getting to it, man. They say old beach, old beach. got caught, man. They say that joke. Oh, the, they say that, infamous they, story. They say that joke is walking down that hallway and his pockets burst. It's <laughs> laundry money. Yeah, that's the infamous. He joke. said, he said, they just some laundry coins, man. They just, they, you know, I was doing some laundry, and they said you just done it. They say literally, he's walking in the hallway. The joker's pockets are super fat. The joker got like soccer mom hips already. Yeah, and his that's pockets are super fat. He said the pockets had so many coins in them, they just exploded in the hallway in front of the supervisor. He's already waddling like exploded. a seal. Exploded. <laughs> they say, man. They say literally, his pockets explode and he keeps walking. They, they say he doesn't stop. His pockets blow up. He keeps walking. They say, hey, Beecher. He say, yeah, man. He says, yeah. He says, uh. You dropped something. He said, "Oh yeah, yeah. I was um, I was gonna do some laundry, yeah." <laughs> and then he goes back and starts picking all the coins up, and they're like, "Laundry." He's like, "Yeah, yeah. It's laundry day, um, yeah." And then they say, "All right." <laughs> no, that's the culture, man. I'm you. I was like, "You've literally stolen. You put so much. You put so much company money in your pockets. They literally burst." <laughs> He made it to supervision. Your pockets burst with company dollars, and you made it to supervisor. No, he. Oh, that's the type of spot. That's the type of operation it is, man. Nah, man. The chosen one, man. He changed the culture, but pre him, I yeah, even, it was a dark cloud when he left. When he left, that's when everybody was like, "All right, man, we're we coming down. On you. About, we're yeah. coming down on you, fucking techs." Well, because they even survived the uh, the story before him with the two bozos throwing the shit under the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. And they would leave out with the emergency bread, never drop it. 
And knowing the inside operation is so easy. You just leave out with the emergency bread, paper yeah. drop it, and it's over. Right. You know, even scanners. Now I see the importance of scanners. It's like maybe we should be like double tailing this bread. Like maybe, maybe mm. this bread should be attached to something. Yeah, that fucking stacker key. Uh, yeah. you, pork and a, pork well, supervisor, the, you get the stacker key. Yeah, that was the You can make a copy of that. That was the one. I remember that time they sent us full of Star Wars analogies today, but I'm doing time they sent us to see Yoda, the nigga that created them cylinders. Oh, uh, yeah. I went there with Lou Money. They, like Yoda. they used to send Lou Money down there. I was like, where the fuck are they got That's you doing, bro? Thinking, bro? You were like, yo, we are on another planet. I drove what down I there once. I was like, Lou, they but, just beating you. I was like, Lou's one of them old school. Man, I'm here to work. Yeah, I was but, like, yeah, they working you like a dog, man. But think about it, bro. I'm telling you, they found some guy that's not even affiliated with the fucking company, and he's the creator of all these fucking cylinders. He was the cylinder guy. It was guy, like a bro. graveyard, all these. Yeah, shit. I bro. was like, I was like, where the fuck is this? Bro, man? He was a cylinder guy, and I remember we feeling we, bad. For we him. drove unusually far to get here. I remember feeling bad for him because the times we were going there, we were watching the end of a dynasty for him because they moved to Cube. I remember every time rolling up seeing him, I'd be like, damn, he's dying a little more. He's got no use for all, all of his product. fucking product. He yeah. cornered the market for years. They went to them goofy yeah. ass boxes, yeah. <laughs> he cornered the market for years. It the was coin just, boxes uh, were easier to pick up and take out, yeah. Oh, man, the, the coin, coin boxes were coin boxes were revolutionary, yeah. Yeah, oh, man, yeah. But I felt bad for that guy. Tearing your wrist. People were saying people. Uh, people kept going out claiming they were tearing their rocator cuff on them some coin cylinders. <laughs> nah, they were serious. That's how that nigga Rico got off, man. Uh, you had to go out on disability, man. Tore yeah. my rotator cuff. Your girl, Big Shawty, uh that we started with. Uh, glasses. Mm. I forget her, man. Ice, nice. Uh, you know her, man. Carol. The first Carol Shellac. I never forget this nigga oh, laughing. Oh, Listen, America, Carol. I never forget this nigga oh, laughing me out. Carol. The Carol Shellacking, yo. Denise Carol, man. We didn't have the paperwork. No, 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 no. The first part of the fucking laugh out was this. To your point, <laughs> the equipment. He knew I was going out with Carol. It was my first day. So Carol is a tenured worker here. But she is she the had, worst. She hadn't been there that long. Carol, Carol was a new hire that Mark Talbert agreed to take off somebody else's hands as a deal. She was like this this woman, this woman in her late fifties, maybe early sixties, and she was like she had no business doing physical labor. I mean, yeah, we're pushing yeah. like you know half ton carts down. We're listing forty pound stack. This is a physical job. This chick has no cartilage in her knees. We walk about ten miles a day, and she has no cartilage in her knees. It's bone on. Bone. I'd heard, I'd heard this same legend leading up, but I never got tasked. Oh yeah, with working with her was like she'll break your back, man. You you were doing all, you were doing a full day's work yourself, man. It was bad. The labor was so back breaking. You went out in teams of two to you know to spread the load, but she was a busted leg. So if you got a tough tour, I mean, you was getting your ass whooped. So that's actually what we run into, man. That day, I um, I get Carol, and I'm new. I'm butt new. And I remember just being on the train. First of all, y'all had a good going at it. <laughs> before we, we were like, oh, this nigga Dave about to suck. I said, who you got, Flem? I said, Carol. Nigga said, oh, man. <laughs> no, nigga, I, I, so I was like, all right, man, it can't be that bad. But that's when I knew it was going to be terrible. We're getting off the train uh, in the morning. We would get picked up, and we would get off at our first stop. And she looked at me and said, all right, go ahead. You got the paperwork, youngin. 
And I said, I'm butt new. I said, paperwork? You talking about? <laughs> so you make copies of the paperwork, right? I said, nah. And I just remember all y'all niggas just busting laughing. Like, ah! like this nigga's getting a full Carol shellacking, man. He's getting a full Carol. You had to spirit. do everything with Carol, man. You had to copy the paperwork. You had to write the numbers down. You had to pretty much do everything and just let her do whatever little bit she could and make her but feel like she did something. The whole day was written. I would just carry the tour. On notebook paper. The whole day, the stuff we took back and then had to translate. I remember having to stay. I remember that. Yeah, he was uh, I mean, copying all that shit. The sheets. I mean, she didn't do, didn't do any of that. She's a tenured <laughs> worker. She's a tenured worker, and she thought that me. I couldn't believe it, you. Know? I should have spoke up. I should have spoke up, yo. I look back at that. <laughs> ah! I should have spoke up. I should have said, "They had you know, no business putting you out there." Or I should have said, "This is very unfair," because you know, what I mean, like you, you want me to be in charge of hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> And someone's been here months before I have. Like, you're, you're tripping. I don't know, man. But that was my day of Carol. I think that was the last day I had with Carol, too. And then I just remember her. Uh, I remember them, like, trying to, like, get us to sign statements and shit about her. And I was oh, like, bro, man. I'm not signing no fucking statements, man. Yeah, yeah. she sucks, but I'm not signing yeah. no statement about it. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying that shit on paper. You're not going to be able to hold me to that statement. Intentionally violating comedy rules. Yeah, do I feel like she sucks? Totally. But am I, am I going to sign a piece of paper to let you hold me to that? No. Guilty of being a bozo. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I mean, she's old as hell. She has no business being here. Like, you guys, like, why'd you hire her? Like, this is your fault. How did she pass an interview? She hated life. She didn't carry them stackers. No way. She said she hated life. Yeah, she did. That chick she was, she was, that chick she was living with lost 50 pounds and started taking pipe. I remember that, man. She lost 50 pounds and went back to pipe, and it literally ruined her whole life because I guess the chick must have owned the crib because the chick had niggas over, and she got put out on the couch. And we used to be like, bro, that's why you're so mad all the time. You're living in the most fucked up environment. I remember the chick, The chick you used to be with lost weight. So the chick you used to be with looks better and wants to date guys now. Well, I remember, I remember a dark time when she put them gloves on, them bowling gloves, and she told me about... Um, how when even she was, and this is funny, we always joke about the sexual harassment in, in, in that company, but. Oh, yeah, plant that shit was nuts. She told me, like, niggas were lured, and if you've seen her, America, you'll realize, like, this is, this is a fucking dire need. Like, this is something that needs to be addressed, because Carol is nowhere near where you think there are multiple sexual harassment. Oh, yeah, not even, <laughs> not even close. I mean, but she told me times were like you would not think that at all. Like dudes were just and then how like how recently she came from plant. I was like, how long were you in plant? Like the fact that men openly put themselves out to getting fired by saying, "Hey, Carol, I'd like to hit that <laughs> ass is looking fat, You're coming off that goddamn John Deere." <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'll see you that, over there with that, that nigga, that nigga <laughs> Willie told me that's what that's what she got mad because she said uh, like it's like that's why I was so bad. She said she the supervisor over there was like uh, give me some head and I'll take care of you or something like that and and she did it and then he just dogged her afterwards like she, yeah like that's what like she gave him some head and was like supposed to get some advancement over there or whatever and then like he, instead he just dogged her and treated her like a doormat. Oh and, man, and I was like oh god, the story of Carol. I was like, God, what? I what? Love, I was like, what? some nigga abused his power to get oral favors from you, man. This is gross, Carol. Yeah. This is crazy. But she told Will that. Will Will was like, yeah, she, you know, they told Will everything. But Will, was like, Will, Will, Will was like, man, she was, man, they was dogging her, man. Will spoke that language, though. 
Oh yeah, they yeah. told Will everything. Yeah, Will spoke their language. I was like, man, that's inhumane. I was like, well, I just, this I was like, this sounds like an inhumane place, man. Yeah, her. She was like, they don't even treat you like a fucking person over there, man. I was like, she used to cry talking about that shit. And I used to be like, damn, remember, yo, can yeah. you please not cry? <laughs> we were getting up. <laughs> can you please? Boom, boom. Right? I'm like, <laughs> Step back. <laughs> can you please not cry in public with me? We're like, rush out traffic. Yeah, man. Next stop, McPherson Square. <laughs> <laughs> You're over here balling out. But I'm telling you, cool. It hurt me, man. <laughs> you got a pack train of people. <laughs> uh, uh, can you not cry at work, man? Like, I just want to get through this day, Carol. I don't even really know you like that. Like, let's just, I was like, you ain't got to do nothing but just hang in. I'm about to literally just do all this, man. I'm about to break my back and do all this. Come on. I'm going to dump every I'm about to dump every cylinder. I'm about to fucking switch every fucking stacker while you get the numbers. That's how it's going to work. She had an RG3 knee brace. I remember that. Oh, she had two of them. They were double ones. And their pants, it showed how big the pants were because they were on her skinny leg. <laughs> like, <laughs> them fucking pants was huge. Oh, shit, I'll man. never forget when she was fucking, uh, when she was uh doing the fucking money, when she was doing parking meters and fucking locked herself out the van. And oh, then, I do remember that. And then yeah. basically had to come clean. And they were like, you locked, you, so you locked the van with money in it? And she was like, no money in there. It's like, <laughs> He's like, what the hell you been doing all day? Told on herself by not trying to tell on herself. <laughs> man. Oh, that's crazy, bro. That place was a moment in time, bro. They literally let me go on that same premise, man, where I said, you know, and I came clean. As soon as I saw somebody, I was like, ain't no money going to be in that van, man. Nothing I brought back, man. And that's ironic, man. If somebody walked out of there and said, yeah, you know what? You thought money was in there, but no. Nah. She got suspended, but right, I remember it wasn't no big suspension. Nah, I remember, man. You know what it was too? A uh, little, little Game of Thrones, and then we out of here. The uh, the head of the union hall despises my dad. Oh, really? Despise, man. And I hated him. For oh, that. wow! He, How unlucky is that? He's a bozo. Where even though he knows that to be true, his dumb ass kept showing up. And trying to be involved. And Who, I'm your like, dad? And I kept telling him, I'm like, Dad's better. You know, you play this one from the back end, man. Let's dare put some distance between me and you, he, honestly, listen, man. All he I don't need to keep reminding him I'm a Fleming. Only thing he keeps saying, and that's how he was. He was like a, a, a noble houseman who lost favor. All he's at to doing is get the gates. Is, I know Jackie Jeter. <laughs> I know Jackie Jeter. I remember training her at one time. He's trying to talk about old lore, and it was the saddest thing ever. Like Jackie on the with Jackie out. Ja- look, Jackie, A, Jackie out. B, Jackie don't give a fuck about dripping down in these petty squirrels. I mean, whatever, like, whatever House Fleming has gotten themselves into, <laughs> Jackie no longer has the power. <laughs> yeah, you knowing Jackie doesn't do anything. Yeah, 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 that's nice. That's how it was, though. That was the treatment. But I felt him. I was like, leave Jackie alone, man. You're embarrassing us. Like, I was, I, I feel the game of Thrones. Was thing, like, like, what, what was it like? What, was it like he open? He bent the knee. Was it like open? Like, I, like what, what What forum was he at that he could keep doing this? Uh, the union halls. Uh, I've actually never been to a union hall. Yeah, the that union guy. halls, bro. The union halls. He would be there. And, of course, Jackie has to be there every week. Mm. Are you bending the knee. My fair lady. My son needs trial and tribute. <laughs> How forth you answer? We need 
need help. Is it every week? House. He's bending the knee. They're ransacking our house. We need support. Will the kingdom not send help? And the guy, and the guy in charge of your fate hated that dude. Hated. It was a girl. It was a chick. Uh, that was even more vengeful. Oh yeah. That yeah, even gonna be, yeah, they're gonna burn. Yeah. Couldn't Fuck stand. your son, nigga. Could, oh, couldn't stand. Couldn't get at the first son. Why she hate him up? so much? Because of the first son. She had some shit on James that ended up not like falling through fruition. My mm-hmm. dad was heavily involved in that. And then the second time comes around, I could probably off the second day. <laughs> Fucking Tomlin. <laughs> we can't get Joffrey. Damn. Well, we're getting Tom. <laughs> yeah, it was that. It was like, we're getting one of them Lannister yeah. bastards. This ain't happened twice. Yeah, we're getting one of them Lannister bastards. Y'all ain't skirt. Them Flemings ain't another, ain't another Fleming skirting yeah. past my court. But that's what made that show, I think, so. You can relate it to almost any life. <laughs> to be honest. You can relate it to any. If you, Especially if you got, if you middle class, you can relate game. It was very relatable. <laughs> Middle I class mean, and up. I Maybe said, man, cold way, man. Man, that's how I felt. He said, I know that. Jackie Jeter. That's how he was, yo. Like, the old Republic. We remember when Jackie was the hero. When Jackie would do things for her brethren. He was he was on that shit, man. I'm telling you, he was embarrassing. Is he giving speeches? No, but embarrassing. Enough. Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes politics. Right, hearing the stuff he was saying to Joe people. Joe Biden. Yeah, I'm Bo. I don't know Bo. I know Hunter. No, I'm Hunter. That's what I wonder. Yeah. Hey, I, I, yeah Bo. I don't know about Bo, but I know Hunter. But that is the dynamic. I'm I know. Hunter. He made. He didn't have a job. Yeah. And then he made Hunter. half a million dollars in Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. I'm the Hunter dynamic. <laughs> that, that's how he was walking through. He was making backdoor deals. He didn't have a job, man. He was trying to build some rep. My pride, looking back, I probably could have survived the vote, maybe, if I called out all the people I knew. But my pride didn't even. Shelton was a bitch. Shelton was the baddest. He was the, what was that nigga, Little Finger? And then we out of here. Uh, Little Finger was Shelton. I believe it. Yeah, he was. I Little believe Finger. it. He Wick would have had my back. Wick would have made sure everyone. Oh, yeah. Shelton. Wick would have had We all knew, we like, all hey, knew Shelton was taking that for the pay bump. Fenwick. Fenwick would have been going. Yeah. Fenwick would have saw this as an opportunity It'd to pound the pavement. Oh, it would have yeah. been like Wendell's vote this day, this day. It would have been looking, coming back yeah. to work. It would have been in the locker you room. showing up. Yeah. would have been like, yeah. damn, you don't fuck with me. I mean, you know, you knew about this for, for three months and, you know, you did, you know, you knew yeah. the vote was coming. Yeah, but that was it. It was no push. Shelton, you know, probably never talked to y'all niggas like, hey, man, that's support. Bro, I had absolutely no idea. Bro. Exactly. That's what we, had, well, you just disapp- we had no idea what happened to any of y'all, bro. It was a backdoor deal, though. It yeah. was that. But I knew. We heard, we heard Porter and Crawford got popped for 1075, and you got this flat out fired. Limbo. Yeah. Oh, oh we heard you got flat out fired. No, you, you came back. We heard, we heard you got 1075. Now, I remember you came back, and then right when you came back, they called you to the office, and then yeah, we never saw you again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was, yeah. It was funny like a movie, man. Yeah, I remember. All, you came off. Yeah, all three of y'all left, and then you came back next week, and then you left immediately again, and they were like, oh, over. yeah, he's fired. Yeah, it was over. Yeah, they put up a shellacking, man. I, uh, one day I'll send you them papers. One day we'll read them papers on air with them all from false allegations. The false so, allegations. But it's hard, man, yeah. when people build a case, and this is what I teach them young niggas, and I'm really out of here. This is what I teach the young niggas I'm working with, though, because uh, it's a lot of these niggas, man, they let this – you know, they let the management do whatever the fuck they want to do to them. I say straight up like this. You can write the story while the story going on. Or when it's time to tell your story, you can act like you got one. Like, that's really it, man. Like, that's really, truly it. Uh, and I realized that the hard way. But I realized that, too. Like, moving through any other job, if I got any complaints, there's no reason in my phone notes. I can't just put, motherfucker was late 27 minutes. 
<laughs> and then move on. Like, but I realize like it's it's the stuff that my job will hold me accountable for. But if I don't start like documenting shit, that's what they showed me the shit about document. Vicky yeah. sat me down. I think fourteen is the cap. Fourteen lates and then you out. Mm-hmm. She sat me down literally at one sitting and gave me thirteen lates in one sitting. I didn't even, I didn't think it was legal. I told Shelton. I told Wick. Wick. I don't know if Wick knew or not. Whatever. But anyway, I, I even tried to reach out to people. Told my dad, like you know what I mean. I was. I, I you just was, ran thirteen latenesses off on me. She literally put me up to the wall with a knife to my throat and said, "Say say a word and you're dead." That was it. Because at fourteen, I'm done. Like I literally was so even under the pressure before I fell into the fucked up situation. Who did you, man? I would. It's she funny. You should have. You should have called Old Rich. Old Rich would have told you to go AWOL. My dad told me that trick. They say if it's a a union trick. They said if you ever got to because fourteen, you're done. They say if you ever get to thirteen, go AWOL and you get eight points, and it automatically puts you on the scale where you got to get twenty four points. It's an old trick. If you ever come close oh, to that, just go AWOL and then. You'll have uh, yeah, it's a buyout. Yeah. yeah, you'll have twenty one points, and you got three more points to get to twenty four, and you're out. I see, I see. Yeah, that's, smart. that's how you circumvent the the late thing. That's smart. So, yeah, yeah. No, that, that is. Well, a, I wish I knew that trick, but even b, the, the trick never even came into fruition for me. But that was just that was how hard she was on my ass. Like, man, we getting this dude out of here, man. And I don't know what it was. That's really not, to sit somebody down and lay thirteen I, late saddle. That's is crazy. Tell him like, look, man, you know, you come in. I think what it was was rubbed them the wrong way, too. I would always cite, like, but Shelton. I get in here some days before Shelton. They hated hearing that. I mean, that was one of the oh, things. Oh, Shelton, yeah. Shelton was late all the time. But that was one of the things I noticed. They, they never, that was one of the things, like, you shouldn't say that. Like, I don't, I don't, like, not even that it's a backdoor deal going on or anything, but that was just one of the things where they. Yeah, Shelton, you know, yeah. you don't make light of Shelton coming in. Yeah, he I, I wonder if he's on 14 lates. Yeah, because I've, I've clocked in shoulder to shoulder with this nigga on multiple days with these same infractions. So, I, yeah, it was, I don't know, man. To he, run 13 off of him is crazy. He sold me, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I know he, was, he wasn't born to bat for nobody. Yeah, that bitch. He was just as bad as she. He was like Sheila, man. He's just a mouthpiece. That's, what, a that's mouth, what I'm talking about. He's a mouthpiece. like my dad, Sheila. Oh that's yeah, her, yeah. Him and Sheila have the the ongoing beef. That's her. That's her. Yeah, that's Sheila. Was, Sheila was some shit. Okay, cool. They both sold me to the dark side. Yeah, oh, man. Sheila was some shit. You can rely on Sheila for nothing. Yeah, she flipped me over, man. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, she just. I, I believe she couldn't be bothered. Like, what called me on the phone, told me just straight up, man. Like you don't have a case. I'm like, have a case. I told the nigga I ain't do what I did. What the fuck you mean I don't have a case? For telling the truth, he said, I don't you have a case. Call me up. You ain't got a case. I told the nigga the truth, and you telling me I don't have a fucking case? That's ridiculous. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. They shellac your boy, man. Your boy gets no love, man. Gets no God. love. <laughs> yeah, special, a special episode, man. We put put a, put a lot of content together, man. It's almost ball forty, man. Uh, we still gonna get you two, y'all, with the Dre, gentleman of leisure, man. Uh, double T, right? It's coming back, yeah, right. Double next T's, next man. time we're getting the gentleman of leisure, man. We're gonna uh, he, we're gonna hear about his nightlife and uh his adventures as a Seattle pimper. Oh man, <laughs> Max Lowry. I talk to God cause I been baptized, baptized. I got mom tied to the north side Pull up with the sticks on the nigga straight slime They gon' make the north side high crime Been out here to lit with these niggas dropping 10 huh?